Where's Keith? Where's Keith? Where's Keith? Who's Keith? What's a Keith? What's a Keith? I don't know. What's I think a, I've heard that name before. What's a podcast? We're back. Um, I believe a podcast is this new revolutionary uh, think no, I was about to make fun of somebody in the industry. I'm not going to do that. Uh, <laughs> well, we're here. It's we've had a little bit of time off. Uh, yep. Um, I haven't barely uh, heard from Keith, but Jesse and I just we couldn't get our schedules together. I had uh, some shit to do on the one day we could record this week. Yeah. So here we are on a Sunday night doing our thing. Yeah, I forgot my bumper. Uh, oh, what's the business, y'all? It's your boy Justin nine five four back on the podcast. Back in the building. Back but you've been podcasting. Yeah, I did uh, Who's Next Gaming Entertainment two days ago with my man Seth Myers. Seth Myers. Um, <laughs> Seth Myers. Which is funny because Aaron and I always have this like battle because Aaron wants to record like earlier on and I can't record until it's like nighttime. So like for me, the best time is like eight or nine. For Aaron, it's better like around six or seven. So, like, I'm the late one. But when I do the fucking who's next, Seth's like, hey, bro, let's just do it at 10 p.m. your time and go for four hours. So, like, I get to see both sides of the coin because then it's, like, sometimes it's, like, two in the morning. And I'm still just, like, if you listen to, like, go ahead and take a listen to some who's next gaming entertainment whenever I'm on there. Uh, (laughs) Because he, uh, I think I've said it before, he, he gives me no filter, so... Uh, there's a couple of things in there that I hope no one ever hears. There's a couple of rants on that show. <laughs> I really hope no one ever fucking hears. I usually <laughs> listen to whatever podcast I'm on um, at least once through because the one is the egomaniac. Um, but also just to like hear. Um, I can't get through sometimes what – I can't get through like the cringe of my own ramblings sometimes. But uh, But it's funny. He pulls some funny drops out of it sometimes. Yeah, you guys go late. I, c- I couldn't do it, dude. By by midnight, I'm like, if I'm up past midnight, I'm like, first of all, anxious because I'm like, I'm waking up at six thirty, you know, seven a.m. No matter what, because of my dog. I'm like, I'm I'm just ha- oh, you know, true, yeah. Uh, and I just I can't I can't. But uh, yeah. What uh, what's the business? You know. <laughs> Yeah, what's the business, dog? Well, we got some emails. Uh, this week we're going to cover the Xbox Series X showcase that happened uh, last week. Kind of a, I mean, if you're an Xbox fan, I don't know how you feel. You know, I, I'm, I'm a PC gamer, so some of these are really cool because it's all pretty much cross-play. Uh, Sony pony for life over here. Uh, I'm a so- console-wise, I'm a Sony pony. I mean, I've generally had an Xbox every generation except this one because this was the first one. I was like, there's literally no reason. And it's not to say yeah. it's not to say that you shouldn't have an Xbox. I just don't think there's a reason to have both. You know what I mean? Yeah, I there's think, no reason to have two, four, five hundred dollar machines if you're gonna use one. Just I'd, I'd rather get two Playstations. Yeah, and I'm gonna say, if you're gonna pick between the two, Sony has the better first party games. You know, people are oh, laughing because yeah. Horizon's coming to PC, but it's like, bitch, that's a five year old game. <laughs> 
Like, yeah, <laughs> and yeah, there's like millions and millions of copies sold on the PlayStation, and like it's, I mean, the 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 best exclusive I ever saw, which I'm currently playing because I love breaking the rules. Uh, I, I don't know if a lot of people don't know this. Street Fighter Five is a Sony PlayStation exclusive game. It is not on the Xbox. Yeah, and I don't know why they did that. I think they did it to kind of um, make tournament play like more. What's the word when you just isolate something to something instead of having like two consoles? Everybody has to like, does your fight stick work on Xbox and yeah. PlayStation? So they just said, "Fuck it, everyone switch to P- PlayStation 4." So if you want to play Street Fighter, you're a PlayStation person now. Well, I'm sure they were paid handsomely. You know what I mean? Fuck yeah, bro! I was so stoked. I'm like, that's just hater because there's really no other way to put it. That's just me being a straight up hater to be like celebrating that like, haha, Xbox doesn't get Street Fighter. But I was so betrayed when things like Tomb Raider and Metal Gear started going over to Xbox. I was so upset when Metal Gear Solid, uh, I think four, yeah, or something, might went to Phantom Xbox. Hmm? It might have been Phantom Pain. It might have been the last one. I can't remember. No, it was on because well, first oh, it, it was on first it was Twin Snakes. Twin Snakes was on the GameCube, and Jesus. I was okay with that. And then 360 got something. I don't know. I think they even ported well, the old ones. Metal Gear going to Nintendo is like coming home because, you know, it started on Nintendo. But Yeah. Well, it also started on the MSX. But yeah, yeah, it did start on the Nintendo. Well, let's get into our weeks. Fuck it, right? Yeah, why not? It's, it's been three weeks. It's, it's, been, three uh, it's weeks. been two weeks. It's been three weeks. This will be the third week. Uh, well, it's Sunday. So, yeah. I guess. Well, yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah. Um. I'll I'll go. So I have been uh, I've been playing Ghost of Tsushima, which came out last week. Um, well, two 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 Fridays ago, something like that. Friday and a half ago. I don't know. Whatever. Uh, yeah. I'm playing a ton of that. I'll I'll get into it. Um, I'll just review it here. Fuck it. Why talk about it just to not you know to then not talk yeah. about it. Yeah, that's kind of also why I think I was like, let's go Sunday to give you a couple more days. Yeah. Because, like, it really sucks, like, trying to, like, give a hot take on a game that you've only been playing for two days. So at least, like, fuck it, take a week to play it. Yeah, and I've been playing a little bit every day and on the weekends, you know, a couple hours. So I've been probably, like, 20 hours in. Um, Oh, that's a lot. Well, I was fully quarantined, so there's there's that, too. Like, I was locked down quarantine because Kelsey... Uh, my wife had a student who has corona and whatever. Um, so we had to get tested and, you know, we locked down. So came back negative. I didn't have COVID. But so for a, a week, because we didn't find out for a week, you know, after the last time she saw that girl, that girl had to get tested and find out her results. And once she got her results, then we were like, shit, it's been a week and we just locked down fully. Um, so I, I haven't done shit, man. I've done, just been playing a ton of video games. Um so yeah, I'll, life. I'll go through the other game I finished real quick, just to before I go into Ghost of Tsushima. Um, I finished the third Trails in the Sky game, um, which I really enjoyed. I really, really, really liked it, actually. Uh, it shifts the main character to kind of a side character from the second game. And it's a bit of a side story, but it tells you a lot of background into every character. So you just get... It, it's, it's pretty fulfilling because you get to see more of... Some of the characters that maybe didn't get f- fleshed out, you know, we didn't get to see their backgrounds and things like that. Um, yeah. And all of the characters are back; like everybody's back. You're, they're just not your main characters, but it's like it's a it's a shift where the first two games are like, 
in the world and you're running around city to city. This, everyone's teleported to like an alternate dimension and you're in this place called Phantasma, I think Phantasmagoria, something like that. Um, Phantasmagoria is a magazine. Okay, so then it's just Phantasma. <laughs> I think it's a horror magazine. Yeah. But I've, I've also heard that phrase, Phantasmagoria, I think it's a word that gets used often. I'll look it up. No, Fangoria is the magazine, isn't it? Oh, you're right, Fangoria. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Um, uh, but so it's it's a more of a dungeon crawler than a like a RPG RPG. I mean, it's very story heavy. And you learn a ton of shit. It's it's very good. It's a really good game. Like I was questioning whether I should skip it since it sounded like a side story, but I would highly recommend it. And I've started Trails from Zero, the first game of the second arc. So I'm in the second arc of the you know the, these trails in the trails blank games you know the legend of hero games um yeah and i'm already all in on this second arc like i really like all the characters there's a guy named randy orlando <laughs> he's a fucking he's like the horn dog you know they, they, there's it's very there's very tropey characters in these games in terms of that stuff because it's you know they're they're japanese and they're anime inspired so they're very you know some very tropey like Kawhi. Yeah, that's like that's the whole fucking Japanese thing is stereotype everybody. Yeah, but I like him. He's just funny, and I really like that his name is Randy Orlando. <laughs> I think it's Randy. I can't remember. It's either Randy or Roland. Um, but oh, also my bad. I don't mean to cut you off. Um, Phantasmagoria uh, is a f- or was a form of horror theater that uh-huh. used one or more magic lanterns to project frightening images such as skeletons, demons, or ghosts, onto walls, smoke, or semi-transparent scene. So um, it's, I guess it's like a, t- a type of uh, film technique used in old horror movies. Well, that fits the wor- like where you're at, because it is a world created out of this main, the main character's guilt and uh, mm-hmm. fear. It's very interesting. Like, uh, it's, it's seven planes... Uh, and you're basically in hell. That's kind of the idea because he's a priest in the main religion of this world. Um, okay. But he is part of, he's a Grawl Shritter, which is like a, a heretic hunter. He finds uh, people who are using artifacts of like the old civilization. So these old, like really magical items that are really strong and dangerous. Um, so he's just a, you know, he's very. Uh, strong combatant and you know he's a secret he's like a secret agent for the church um okay and you know phantasmagoria in this game is a it's hard to explain i don't want to spoil anything anyways but it's it's made by like a computer basically it's weird it's a strange thing um but you learn so much and it's it was a really good game um so i'm still blazing through all these trails games um which is great. You know, I'm about to get to the PS4 games, so the, Sick. the fun of being able to give myself infinite money is going to be at an end. Because <laughs> even on oh, these... Oh, yeah, because you're playing them on PC, right? Yeah, yeah. So you can fucking cheat them. Yeah, and, you know, I, I, it just makes it so I don't have to farm so much. Like, I'm farming in this one because I don't have XP cheats, so I'm just, you know, I'm just farming regular um, just to get levels, but... Uh, it's nice to be able to just buy new weapons and not be like, all right, who am I buying? You know, who hits the hardest? Like, you know, having to to be a penny pincher. Um, 
but yeah so i'm excited um i'm really into the this series so um but other than that i have been playing ghost of tsushima um and really i'm really enjoying it but it has a lot of the the traps that come with open world games it's like i find myself just running around for no reason like just because there's a question mark on this map and then i go and it's a fucking hot spring you know and i just get naked and then think that's what you do in a hot spring you get naked and you you think about you they give you two options like think about my father or think about battle and then you hear like a little piece of like i don't know the world Mm -hmm. you know okay and you're just thinking (laughs) or you like find a fox den and you need five of them to unlock you know your next trinket but like it's weird because in the first area there's three main areas so I'm, i'm almost done with the first third of the game it's the biggest area but um you can basically unlock everything like you can get enough stuff to unlock all the trinkets to unlock all of the you know the upgrade paths like i've got all my stances and that takes you have to like kill or you have to kill or observe enemy like champions like leaders but if you do both you get two points each time so that's the secret you you want to hide and observe the guy then kill him and then you'll you know you get double points um but you can basically like just upgrade like i've upgraded my sword all the way fully just by running around and gathering everything and there's a trinket you can get or like a a charm that you can get that doubles everything that you collect so you holy fuck yeah you get that first thing and then you can just wear it all the time and you'll get you'll be like decked out that's Um, what i heard that you could literally upgrade your character completely find everything well before you beat the game yeah like well before which is the opposite of assassin's creed origins (laughs) or odyssey where you can beat the game and not even be a quarter of the way through your abilities exactly it's uh it's weird it's a good game uh i think it's beautiful uh and it's fun i mean i having said i didn't like stealth you know previously when we were talking about um last of us i've been enjoying the stealth in this because it's more just tenchui like sneak around stab a guy you know like shoot an arrow kill him over there you know whatever and the game like the ai on medium or on normal mode is like dumb like you just hide in the grass you have a fucking big ass bow sticking out of the grass and people are like where'd he go it's like oh yeah they um i think someone came out and said they normal is easy and hard is normal on this mm. game and they, they did that like to like kind of get people like not afraid of the game i think they really made a game kind of easy to like be accessible to people because people yeah. are getting excited um <clears throat> not to cut you off but um I hear you can platinum this game your first playthrough, and there's no missable achievements. It's basically a free platinum if you have the time. Yeah, I probably won't plat it. Um, and I have the time. Only, it only takes like 50, 60 hours to platinum it. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I don't trophy hunt. I, I get kind of burnt out. You don't out. cheat. You get results. I definitely cheat. I'm cheating on the Trails oh, games. Yeah. <laughs> But, like, to me, with a single-player RPG, there's no reason not to. You know what I mean? Unless unless you're a person who, like like a Seth, who wants to have the challenge and you want to play on hard and all that stuff, then great. But I'm here for the story. You know what I mean? Like, with a JRPG, especially these games, these are heavy story games. They yeah, have historical shit, too. They have some crazy bosses and, like, 
I was getting my ass kicked at the end of the Tsushima. No, 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 in the Trails games. But oh, I was about to say because Tsushima, like, what can you fight other than dudes? Nothing. Wolves and bears. Bears will fuck you up, but you just oh, throw, okay. throw kunai at them. Two kunai will kill a bear. What um, the fuck? A shotgun blast to the face that? wouldn't kill a bear. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's one thing. The enemies aren't very diverse. It's just dudes. You know, yeah, that's like, my problem. I was like, no monsters. And yeah. someone called me shallow. I was like, fuck you. I want monsters and shit. I want glowing demon swords, fireballs, and monsters. Well, I'll tell you this. The thing that I love in these games is like new gear, and there's none. Like you get mm. two bows, one sword, and a tento tanto or whatever, which is your like, you know, stabby dagger, and yeah. that's it. You just you can reskin them, and apparently you can get a skin, and I have I've had it forever that supposedly makes you kill people faster, uh, but if you read, you know, from what I've read, skins on your weapons do nothing but cosmetic. So I'm like, I don't know. I struggle with the duels because the the enemies are very like the you know the boss guys you have to fight for like armor quests and stuff. Sometimes I just turn it to easy. I'll try them four or five times, and then I'm like, it doesn't let you run away. Like you can't just not fight them. Like to come back, it locks you in. <laughs> So I'm oh, like, so Tsushima has the thing where you can change your difficulty back and forth throughout yeah, the game. Yeah. Oh, okay. I just change it like I try five, six, you know, four, five, six times, and it's quick. Like I usually die within thirty seconds because they do these unblockable attacks, and generally the, the red ones. Yeah, the red ones. They'll they'll kind of show you thirty seconds or not there, like ten seconds before it's coming. So you have time, or not really. It's really like probably three to five seconds. You know, it's like brief. But long enough that you can prepare yourself with these guys. Like, there's this one dude that was this sword fight with this old dude, and he was fucking me up. His moves, he'd ping red and immediately attack. So, like, you don't have time. And what you have to do is do one a sidestep dodge, you know, like, or move one one dodge. But I have yeah. unlocked the dodge roll, which is a double tap, and I use it all the time. And it's dog shit. Like, don't get it. Skip the dodge roll because... Oh, I talked about this on the show with uh, Seth. You still have your regular dodge. No, they no, don't I take know, it away, but... but you're, you're mashing, so yes, you're getting the roll. because I'm nervous. Like, where in normally, if I was just regular dodge, I would just do two dodges, and I'd still be close enough to attack. But when you roll, wow. you're too far. So then you just end up too far, and you're just, like, in this war of attrition. And, I mean, that's just me, you know? Um, I've started, I, I only turned it to easy on two guys and they were like the two armor bosses that were just fucking me up like regular generals and the guys you just have to fight. I've been able to finally Mongol get there. buddies. Yeah. Um, but it's beautiful and I, I do, I do enjoy it quite a bit. I just, I, I wish there was more to it. It's, it's very far cry. It's ah. basically samurai far cry. You know who makes it again? Sucker Punch. Uh, makes Sucker it. Punch. You Which go... is the Spider-Man guys? Uh, no, Infamous. Infamous and Sly Cooper guys. Mm-hmm. That's who it is. Yeah, and I don't want to say that as a dis. It's just Spider-Man is Insomniac. My bad. Do not come into this game thinking Samurai Souls, which is what everyone thought from the trailers. You know, like Nah, dog. That's Neo. No, well, yeah, Neo, and then uh, Sekido. Yeah. Um, this is very Sekido in some ways. Like you get a grappling hook and you can jump around and pull yourself all over the place, which is cool. 
Uh, and the sword fighting, once you're in the boss fights, is very akin to Sekido. There's no lock on, which is interesting. Um, yeah, how's that? I heard that's like a. It's it's weird. Like, how does it work? The well, puck? there's a soft lock. It'll lock around a person that you're looking at. But like, what if that someone walks into? Like, this has happened to me. I'll be trying to finish off a guy, and another guy will cross the middle of my screen, and then I'm locked on them, and I can't get off. Wow. Well, I can, but it takes work, and then I'll get hit three or four times, and I'm like, what a waste of time. Um, but yeah, it's not a hard game. Uh, it's, I think there's depth to it. Like it's hard in some spots, but the general moment-to-moment combat is like bullshit. Like once you upgrade your stealth, you can fucking, you can literally just kill someone in front of five feet away from someone they'll be like what and then you just walk into the grass and they're like oh and they'll see their dead friend and blow a horn and then everyone in the camp will run over but then they don't look like you'll be on the roof for you just standing just up on the fucking roof and they're like where the fuck and you'll like shoot people and an arrow is sticking out of someone's head pointing backwards directly at you you know what i mean like it's a straight fucking line that you shot at them yeah um not like Sekido, dog. Sekido, those motherfuckers will see you from 300 feet away. Oh, those shotgun buddies or whatever those guys were, the fucking... Yeah. Those motherfuckers. First go, getting, the first time when you go like, near the water, when you find the first carp. Yeah. And then you, in that area where you're like, that area was a bitch, yeah. Yeah, I still... I, I like, want to go back to Sekido, but I also have no interest. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I'm getting nervous thinking about it, because I'm like, <laughs> I know how beautiful and awesome it is. Yeah. But then again, I'm like, don't fucking fool yourself. You're going to yes. have to play that shit again. You're going to throw a controller. <laughs> yeah. Like, I am not fighting Genichiro again. No. And even his first form. So I have to spam the cycle crusher or have to do the damn exploit on the butterfly bitch where you have to, like, hit her and then step forward yep. to the right over yep. and over again. That's and people only... are like, oh, it's fine. Just learn how to, to fight. No, fuck you. I'm, yeah. not pl- I'm not doing it. That's That's the... That's the one that gets me is like I had to beat her cheating. Like that, yeah, you know, so doing I. that. I tried twenty times. Like I tried and tried. I'm like I in the that though that game, you know, is as unforgiving as any from game, maybe more so. I think like, it might be the worst. Yeah, like Genichi though. When or I not the worst. I don't I want to change that word. I think it's the most difficult yes. from game. Yeah, yeah, not the worst, but I know what you mean. The worst in terms of difficulty. Like, it's the yeah. fucking hardest. I fought Genichiro once. <laughs> and I was like, oh, no. Like, that's when I quit the game. I was just like, this game's not for me. It's just not, I'm not going to get there. Wait, that's where you That's where you quit? Mm-hmm. When you fight him in the lightning yeah. tower? Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, see, with him, I fought him probably over ten times. It was a nightmare. And then I found a, a, an exploit. They're like, get this one upgradable move. It's basically a Psycho Crusher, like, like M. Bison from Street Fighter. And something about when you keep spamming it, he takes, like, chip damage. Mm. And he's not really good at defending against it. So if you just basically do that one move literally, like, a hundred times, um, if you're lucky, you can kill him. And... uh People are like, oh, no, just fight him normally. You know how much shit you have to remember, dog? Like when he's like, oh, when he's going to hit you with this lightning thing, jump in the air so you're no longer grounded so the lightning doesn't hurt you. I don't have time for that. My mind, I'm old. My mind (laughs) is not that fast anymore. That's it. And like I watch Happy Hob. I watch this other dude. Oh, my God. What's his name? 
Quinn, maybe Quinn something. I don't know, a guy on Twitch, and he he plays Sekido a lot. Like, he does trick playthroughs and, you know, like, no heal playthroughs, all that shit. And I'm just like, I can't, I can't understand it. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, maybe if you're making a couple grand per video, you might get good enough. Yeah, but when the fuck would I get there? You know, like, you got to be good to even get there. Yeah, I don't know. Like, even being a, like, what I feel is a true souls born bro i'm still kind of trash at those games i mean i'm pretty good but i also like those games are i have my moments i can't walk through them and be like oh i'm such a monster i'm the best yes like i I don't don't walk through them and go like oh i know exactly when to roll for every single move on the dancer like i know i can parry gwyn you know parry lock gwyn you know from minute one it's like no 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 the reason that I would consider myself a Soulsborne guy is that I just love them. It's not that I'm good at them. It's that I love exactly. them. Exactly. I play them. I enjoy them. I like them. I rage at them. Uh, <laughs> I yeah. tell them that they're yeah, bullshit man. all the time. <laughs> like, you, you you don't love Souls if you've never said, I fucking hate this game. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> so with, uh, with Ghost of Tsushima right now, I'd probably put it at a... A three and a half or a four? I'd say it's a four, a fair four out of five, um, which would be like an eight out of ten. Okay. It's, yeah, it's not a perfect game. I don't think it's the greatest game that's, you know, not even the greatest first party game. It's a, it's a good game. Um, and it's, it's fun enough, but I, I don't even know that I'm going to be drawn to beat it because it's like, what's going to change? I'm just going to go two more areas and they're just going to be the same Mongol people. I mean, unless something wild happens, you know, I don't know. But well, I mean, I don't, I don't, I'm not trying to bait you to like go off on a rant about what's the game about. I get what the game is about historically. Um, it just seems like it, is it, is it boring or do you, are you actually following the narrative? Do you care? So I have a buddy who's playing it, and he said straight up he doesn't give a shit about any of it, and he like doesn't know why he's playing it. Like he's been playing as much as I have, you know, and whatever. And he's like, I can't get myself to care. I like some of the side stories, like you. So the first area is like recruit people to help you save your uncle. He's been held by a guy that I believe sounds and looks exactly like Steven Seagal, the main Mongol bad guy. Oh God, he sounds and looks like Steven Seagal. It's fucking crazy. Um, Which Steven Seagal though, nineties action movie or the Louisiana, uh, or the the Louisiana Cajun the Steven Louisiana Seagal Cajun. or the Georgia or the Georgia one where he's got the, the down south southern, the good old boy. More like you know how he, like depending on where he is, he adopts the accent of mm-hmm. the local people. Yeah. So if you take him to like the hood, he's like, "What's up, my brother?" Yeah. But if you take him to like, <laughs> you know, anywhere else, he's just like, you take him to Miami, he's like, oh, como estas? Tacos. <laughs> Tacos locos. I fucking hate that guy. Yeah, he's trash. Uh, no, um, he looks like Fat Seagal, Fat Balding Steven Seagal, who still has a ponytail <laughs> nice. and sprays the rest of his hair in. Um, oh, the widow's peak. <laughs> yeah. And so the beginning of the game is like, recruit good you know good fighters to help you break him out of this giant fort right and each of those fighters has like a set of stories that are little side quests that you can do and they break them up so you do one and then it'll be like meet me at the at this inn i need to collect my thoughts or i need to plan and then you go there and you can do the next mission i've been kind of doing those they give you a ton of xp and you know usually get like an item or something out of it okay and there's also like i need a way to get in there 
And this guy fucking creates a grappling hook and acts like he's the smartest dude on earth. He's like, I've made a new thing for you. And that, like, I was in Japanese dialogue, but sometimes it's hard to, uh, like, during combat read, you know, like I'm trying to read while people yeah. are, while I'm fighting. So I was like, oh, I got to switch it. And the the facial animations are are tied to English language, like they're animated for the English language. Um, so I, I play it on English now. And it's just funny because it's like these weird Japanese accents that are, I don't know, it's 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 strange. It sounds oh nice. So they have their English, yes, but uh, are they doing like like a shitty accent? Yeah, I think they hired Japanese voice actors to do English dialogue. You know yes, what I mean? They did. That's the one thing I saw some um, kind of people talking about. They're like, we're so happy that they chose to hire like in. Like people from like you know the whole thing now like you know yeah you ha- you have to be the race of the voice you play for some reason so um so they they did do that like I think the and a lot of them are actors the main Mongol guy is this Chinese actor famous actor or something well, that's good well the reason being I think the reason is is that we live in a time now where there are people working actors of every you know racial background. In America, you know, all wherever, but I think there is a big enough pool that it's like, why cast a white dude to play a Japanese guy speaking English? You know what I mean? Just to get... um, it depends. It just, I mean, I mean, it depends on what it is—cartoon, movie, video game. Uh, you know, qualifications. Yeah, but uh, I mean, if your ability, your ability to, you know, voice act. I thought voice acting was easy until I went to a legitimate voice acting company and did an audition. That shit is hard as fuck, bro. Yeah. It is really, it's really embarrassing, and it's really, really difficult. Like, yeah, because you just got I, like ten people looking at you, and you're just in a room, like you're just I in just a little one, booth. I just oh, had one really? lady, bro, one super nice lady, and she's like, "All right, uh, I want you to read this one and this kind, like think this." And I was like, "It was so weird." But anyways, <laughs> do you um, remember it? Yeah, it was a couple of different vignettes. So I went to this place called the Kitchen in Miami. Uh, they do a lot of stuff, movies, Not TV shows. Not to be confused then, with the old goth club, The Kitchen. <clears throat> yeah, no, no. It's the Kitchen voice, whatever, yeah. recording shit. And the first one was a scene from a, like a, almost like a telenovela, like a okay. soap opera. Yeah. And it was like a blue collar worker guy sitting in a car with what looked to be like, like a Russian boss slimy dude. And the slimy guy was basically telling him, like, you know, I know where your family lives and, like, I can, you know, you're going to do what I want you to do. And, uh, and you know, you're going to do it because I'm your fucking, because I'm, you know, he's kind of intimidating. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, read this. So I didn't know what to do. So I was just, I was just talking like this, you know, <laughs> so bad. And then the next one was, it was like, imagine a travel channel documentary on, like, fashion and miniskirts. Okay. And it was like she was like, be really, you know, just be like, you know, like those shows. Yeah, like so I had to be, so I had to be like, uh, like uh, it's fashion week here, and we are looking at the (laughs) miniskirt. Blah 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 blah. blah. It was like the dumbest shit. Oh, see, yeah, you don't. uh, When you think about it, and that's that's the sad thing. Like voice actors must get so mad because your people's initial reaction to it is just like yeah it's bullshit dude you're just reading you know it's like whatever dude anyone can oh, do it and dude, then it's like it's no 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 yeah. no you have to be able to emote and do different like you're acting you're fully acting yes. you have to and you I, have to physically act most of the time for it to sound legit 
Yeah, and then uh, the last one was the worst. It was a cartoon. Oh, no. And they didn't even talk. They spoke in, like, laughing. So I had to, like, <laughs> like do this crazy oh. maniacal laughing. Um, it was very <laughs> odd. It was so strange. Needless and to say, like, did they ever call you back? Fuck no, dog. Um, and then the last thing that I did do good on is she's like, I need a singing sample, so can you sing something? And I was like, oh, let's go, baby. So I sang uh, a song from a Goofy movie. Stand sang, out. Uh, no, I sang the, um, the Max song. Um, okay. They've been laughing since I can remember, but they're not going to laugh anymore. After today, I sang that. And she's like, oh, that was good. I was like, holler me if you need me to sing. That shit sounds like a school shooter is about to happen, right? (laughs) (laughs) No more Maxie the Geek. No more Goof for the Week like before. (laughs) And he's walking to school like loading his fucking rifle. (laughs) (laughs) I've stolen Um, my father's rifle. Oh, God. He forgot to lock the save today, but I know the code anyway. (laughs) <laughs> but um so yeah that was um very uh very nerve-wracking well um and then i was like can you please destroy that tape because somebody i know got me the audition and i was like don't let him hear the tape dog. Uh, I, hope I was like no i know y'all destroyed. ain't gonna call me but just sometimes i think i'm like he better not like pull that tape up and laugh at it every now and then because it's really really embarrassing i hope it. someone leaks the tape of you fucking talking shit to the girl right now <laughs> You fucking stupid bitch! Look at your dumb uh, fucking t- head. I, I tried. It was on uh, Twitter. Yeah. Um, but I couldn't. They wouldn't. Get, I was like, "Can you t- t- give it to me? Give it to me." And they're like, "We can't give you that girl's account." You know, it's some like millionaire, billionaire, little white girl's Twitter account. Yeah. They're like, "We're not giving you her Twitter account because technically she just took your job, so we can't." I was like, "I'm not gonna kill the bitch. I want to laugh." Yeah, I want to laugh at the fact that I, wanna... I made fun of her. <laughs> Fucking stupid horse, fucking dumbass, fucking hat, stupid, stupid fucking hat, fucking hat, you dumb bitch, fucking horse. so stupid, <laughs> dude. The fact that that went to her Twitter account is the greatest thing. Well, it's because uh, she, you can, re, you can review your tapes yeah, when yeah. you do your horse rides, and then she, um, and I just forgot that that day. They're like, hey, there's no yeah, mute right now. The computer, the mics are live. And I just forgot, and I was just mumbling. It was a long day, and I was like, you stupid fucking horse. You dumbass hat. Who puts a hat on a fucking horse? You fucking people. This is fucking <laughs> silly. You fucking billionaire babies running around on horses. Shut the fuck up. And, um, yeah, so she took the video and put it up, and she's like, look at the kind of service I'm getting at the oh, Wellby or whatever the fuck. See, like, and that's I can't the even worst. ride my horse in peace without this minority calling me a stupid for my horse wearing a hat. That, that's the worst hat. part is that that's how that was taken when if i was a 13 year old kid riding a fucking horse and that's the video i got i would be like this dude is the greatest guy yeah. of all time like i want I him to I'd be like dad go find that dude and yeah. give him 100 bucks yeah have him film fucking everything i do and give me <laughs> the running commentary this is the great like i want him to film our family reunion and just mumble <laughs> shit talk our whole fucking family. this old bitch oh, it's your fucking grandma <laughs> fuck you you old cunt like oh gosh yeah anyways so ghost of sushima the voice acting actually uh, while we're talking about it is great everyone's does a i mean as far as i've encountered has done a great job Um, okay and like i don't want to sound like i'm negative on it it's just it's 
had I talked to you a week ago, I'd have probably been like glowing more, but it's it's starting to run its course pretty quick, you know? Yeah, the, here's, it's, it, it's, it's cool. It's just kind of shallow. If you like open world games, you'll you'll love it. You know, it's a great open world samurai game. Um, and, it, you know, it has like story wise, it has some cool moral quandaries in it because you're a samurai and samurai were basically cops. And you're having to, the reason it's called Ghost of Tsushima is that basically you're, they thought you were, you, you were supposed to be dead, basically, you know, and you're back. Uh, but you're also doing sneaky shit. Like you're assassinating people and walking up and stabbing bitches and cutting their throats behind their backs, you know? And that's not how yeah, samurai fight. Yeah, he has like to basically. Samurai were like face to face battle, and yes. like now they're encouraging you to be slimy. And his uncle is like the leader of the area. He's you know he 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 he's really going to be the next one because his dad was the king or whatever you know the, the clan leader. But yeah. his uncle's in charge because he was younger, and his uncle's like, you know, Steven Seagal tells him at some point like, how come my men are being you know stabbed in the back? <laughs> Sorry. Uh, and he's like, "That's not my. That's not my nephew. He would never do that." And he's like, "Oh, it is." And he's, you know, so then his uncle's going to be disappointed. I'm like, I think there's going to be more to the story. And it, like I said, what I have done, like the side quests are actually good. There's like a lady who wants to kill everyone that you know, because her whole entire family, including her grandchildren who were babies, were like slaughtered by the Mongols. And Whack. she's like found all their corpses, and you know, it's. it's so there's like sad stuff, and then there's a guy who trained a girl to like shoot a bow, and she was like the best student he's ever had. But then she turned on him because he pushed her too hard, and now she's like killing the Sushima residents with the Mongols just to get at him and trying to kill him, and a lot of stuff oh. going on. Yeah, it's it's cool, and those are stories are great. It's just I get caught up in the like what's that over there? It's the same thing with like Skyrim and all those games like where you're like. Mm-hmm. Oh, a blip Chinese. on my map, and then you go there, and there ain't shit to find. Like you're like, oh, it's a thing I'm never gonna use. Great, you know. Yeah, that's what I heard. There's a lot of like, oh, let me follow that fox, and it's like to another fox den. Great, mm-hmm. cool. Yeah, those are cool. Like, but once you unlock all the charms, what what's next? Like, I I can't understand. There's gonna have to be further upgrade paths or something, because it's like I've already maxed out almost everything and i'm not even out of the first area like it's gonna get exponentially more boring if there's less things to do you know yeah like i'm gonna be like there's no reason to walk around but i don't know we'll see i'll you know i'll update once i'm gonna try and get you know not try i'm gonna beat it i just i'm gonna play a little bit every day and you know get through it um and i'll update my review by the end but yeah i also um man what did I watch? I just watched something, and I was like, "Oh, talk about!" It. I can't remember. Can't can't have been important. <laughs> um, I started something called uh, Broadchurch, which is an older show. It's from twenty thirteen or tw- no, twenty yeah twenty thirteen. Uh, okay. There's three seasons, but it's got um, David Tennant in it, who was one of the doctors on Doctor Who. I don't know. I don't watch Doctor Who, but you know he's famous for that. Um, and he was the Purple Man in Jessica <clears throat> Jones. And he plays a detective, and it's all about a small town where, like, a murder happens. It's very Twin Peaks in terms of the, like, small town where one murder, like, throws the whole thing on its head, you know? Um, Yeah. But it's, like, it. the first season solving the murder, and the second season is, like, dealing with the fallout, like, the trial and all this stuff. And it's, it's very interesting. I really like it. It's on Netflix. 
Okay, it's cool. And that's it for me. Um, okay, let's see. Playing Bloodborne, playing a lot of Bloodborne still, playing with uh, our buddy Paul Cap. Um, <laughs> uh, so we've been playing a lot of that, uh, which is cool. I also started playing with a buddy from work, <clears throat> my buddy Alex, uh, which is fun. We've been playing this is more Bloodborne, more scary shit, which is fun. Uh, last night, I finally did get to do a run with him and this other co-worker, this dude Mike. Uh, we played Anthem, like a little squad. Okay, man. The game's cool. It's a good basis. We played for maybe an hour? Game crashed at least four times. So it's one of those where the game is just going to fucking crash. Randomly. Um, it's it's It's... It's infuriating because uh, you're just playing and then the game just goes like, ah, I just feel like I'm going to boot you from the game right now. And it'll like boot one of you. Whatever. Not a big deal. You do cool stuff. Uh, there's no sense of urgency. There's no sense of like danger. Uh, it's not really worth anything other than $3. <laughs> um, yeah. It's it, still, it's cool, but it's just, God, it's so, it's a waste of potential. What I played of it is exactly as you said. There's no real risk. There's nothing going on. You're just shooting stuff. Like, you die and what? Yeah. You lose a mission. It's like, okay. <clears throat> no, you don't even die. As long as somebody's alive, they can just stand by you and uh, revive you. So. Yeah. Um, it's just so no, it, and there's nothing really to chase. You know what I mean? You you get all no. three of the the Jaegers or whatever and Javelins. Javelins, four. sorry. Oh, all four of those, yeah, sorry. And then what? Like, you know, I mean That's it. That's it. You just it's just there's no it's nothing. And it's just Which like I horde can't really mode. Be surprised. The game. That's what everybody's been saying. Yeah. Good. It's just horde mode the game. It's just like sit in a spot, kill all this shit, run over there, sit in a spot, kill all this shit. Yeah, that's pretty much all it is. It looks great, it's really cool. Remember when this was going to be an RPG? Do you remember that? When it was like Anthem? Yeah, this was going to be like Bioware. It was going to be like a, a, a game that was going to basically be like the like one of the, like you can just have this be your only game and it's going to yeah. be good enough to like, it's almost like as good as a console. Like this game is going to change everything and it's all you need. And it's like, oh, no, it sucks. No, it sucks no, you, dick. You, you, you fucked up. It and it came blows. out two years ago or what? It was a year uh, ago? A little over one year ago. It yeah, feels March. like it came out. You could have told me three years ago, and I would have thought so. But Dude, apparently, it's only been out for like a little over a year. Remember when this was announced, and people were like, "This is going to destroy Destiny." Like, yeah, Destiny was announced, and it was going to destroy everything. It was Diablo with guns, right? Like, go kill everything yeah. and whatever. And then that, you know, eventually became a good game. But you know, it came out and it sucked. And everyone was like, "What the fuck?" And it's the same thing. This game is like, Bungie was like. The Halo guys are making a multiplayer shooter. Oh my god! You know RPG. Neither of them are fucking RPGs. Yeah, um, it's a bummer because the game really does have all this awesome potential, man. It's just like it's not even. It's a disappointment, is what it is. Uh, and then playing online, man, for the amount of times it crashed, it. It's it's luckily like it doesn't crash the game for everyone. It'll just randomly boot someone out of the game though, and then whoever got booted like, it's funny because you would like the one guy Mike. He's played through the whole game on Xbox, and then he went out and got it on PlayStation, just because I was like, yo, let's play this game. So he already knew about it. So just to like hear somebody casually like, oh, I got booted. It's not Oof. even a surprise. They're like, oh, I got booted from the game. I'll, I'll just wait till you guys are done. It's part of playing the game is knowing that 
there's a 10% chance you're just going to get booted out of the out of a mission just because the game's shit. Yeah, that, and that's it's, it's been a fucking year and they've added nothing. Like there's no, you know, like free content update or you know like they just Oh, uh, there's one, something called Cataclysm, but I don't even know no. what it is. I think it's like a mission or something, yeah, but it's, it's not a even... mission that they said was going to be like a game <laughs> mode basically. It was supposed to be like something that adds a ton to the game. It yeah, didn't. No. It didn't. It just adds a rain effect. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Fuck that. Enough. Of that. I don't even want to give that game any more airtime. I'll never talk about it again. Fuck that game. Um. Bloodborne. So. Um. So I did try Battlefield One. Uh. Because I work with somebody who I've been trying to get into video games, and this person is just just impossible to get them to fucking play anything other than Animal Crossing. Um, <clears throat> no, she gets mad when I say that. Uh, God. She likes Battlefield 1 and Battlefront 2. So I'm like, okay, let me try Battlefield 1. It's on sale right now for $3. Okay. It's EA. God damn it. So it's got that stink all over it. It's visually very awesome. <clears throat> it's a kind of cool story. It's basically like it takes place like 100 years ago. It's like the war to end all wars, but it ended nothing and nothing is good. So it's just like it's told in a really cool way where you don't have one character and play through a campaign. The campaign is like split up into these different little side stories of other people going through missions and shit. So it's kind of cool. The ground combat is pretty neat. It looks, the fucking game looks incredible. It's very, but it's EA. Of course it looks incredible, man. Um, it plays pretty good on the floor, on the ground. If you're in a, in a dark area, you can't see anything, You don't, and which I guess is part of it. Like, you're running through trenches, and everything's muddy, and it's kind of dark out, and all the enemies are wearing, like, gray and brown. Bro, you can't see shit. You can't see them. Hmm. Uh, so it's difficult sometimes. I'm like, sometimes a little reticle will show up on their head, but not a lot. It's like So sometimes I have to literally just sit there and wait for someone to shoot at me so I can see where the bullet's coming from. So that is a little annoying, but the ground combat's pretty cool. The other big gimmick is a lot of vehicle combat. Which you better know what the fuck you're doing if you're going to do that. Yeah. So I've only done two of the vehicles. A tank and an airplane. And they were both terrible. Um, the tank, whatever, just sucked. The airplane, bro. I mean, airplane combat is kind... Maybe I'm wrong, man. But airplane combat is always bad yeah. in games. It's it, always unless bad. Unless you're you like one of those dudes that that's all you do. You play the Battlefield games and you just fly a plane. The rest yeah. of us all suck. Well, I mean, I used to I used to be one of those Ace Combat kids, PS1, PS2, every Ace Combat game. Oh my god. I used to play those F22 Interceptor on the Sega Genesis and shit, man. I so I've played a lot of airplane dogfight simulators and combat games. Um you don't all you do is fly in a circle because you're always trying to chase something who's chasing you. And the majority of dogfight games, you're just flying in a circle. And then as you are about to like line up with your enemy, they turn and like you just it's like chasing your own tail the whole time. And if you think oh, yeah. about it, it makes sense because it's just 3D movement, a giant air skybox. Yeah, and you whoever have this can airplane. hit first, basically. Yeah, you have this airplane and it can only shoot forward and you can't fly a plane and have somebody on a turret. So it was kind of like annoying. It's very frustrating. There was like this thing where I had like to protect these bombers and like these enemy planes would come out and I, the only way I can kind of describe it is like, so the game is like 
padding itself to make it look like you're in the battlefield. So I'd notice like I'd I'd kill like all the enemy planes in the sky, right? But then I would notice like streams of bullets hitting my plane. And I'm like, where's that coming from? And then I realize the game is just throwing volleys of of bullets at me. So it looks like you're in the storm of bullets. But I'm like, there's nothing up here that can be shooting me. Cause I'm literally waiting. So it doesn't do that a lot, but I did notice there's almost always like a stream of bullets flying at your plane, even if there's no one behind you. And that was really yeah, frustrating. Because that's you just are, adding like quote unquote difficulty for no reason. Yeah, and it's not even that it was difficult. It was because like I was I survived it, but I was like, this doesn't make sense. And then like I I have the flying physics, whatever I'm flying, but like these planes would come out and they would like go to attack my bombers. And the only way I could really describe it was like imagine being a kid with two toy airplanes in your hand and one is in your left hand and it's flying, and then you put the other plane behind it, like boom, 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 like I'm shooting it. The other planes just go behind the bombers, and it's almost like they're attached with a rope. They just, they're having no struggles being perfectly aligned with your bombers. So, like, you have five bombers, and connected to behind them are five enemy planes just pumping them full of bullets. And it's like, I'm looking at it, and it looks like, like a toy setup. Like the 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 yeah. enemy planes aren't like going around the bomber and trying to stay in a formation. No, they're just like connected to it. And uh I don't know, it's just like shitty. It wasn't yeah. cool. The ground combat is kind of neat. Like pulling out a pistol and just straight up shooting somebody. It's very brutal. It's very cool. Um this is the one that was I thought Battlefield five was the one that got all like the social no, stuff this people was got the flag. upset. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's like basically World War One. But there's like men, women, all races. So they did that. The diversity's there. I haven't seen many women, but I'm sure there's gonna be like a badass chick, uh, which is cool. Um, it is cool. Um, warning: It is one of these hundred gig games, though. If I would have known it's one of those like eighty, ninety, one hundred gig download games, I yeah. would not have spent three dollars yeah. on it. If you have the space for three dollars, it's worth it. You know, even a shit game, it's way worth it better more than Anthem. So I don't want to down it too bad. It does have the EA shit all over it. Uh, there's three DLCs. They're all $15. They're not on sale. Um, I don't know, man. I tried. I tried. It's cool, but um, yeah, it's I, just... Man, the last Battlefield game that like I really, really got into was Bad Company 2, and I played it on PS3. And I used to use this thing called a Fragenstein. <laughs> that was the one where you could destroy shit, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that was a cool one, yeah. And it was third person, right? No, no, no. Bad, okay, so thinking you're thinking of, of uh, Mercenaries. Mercenaries 2. Yeah. Battlefield Bad Company 2 was just a smaller scale version of the Battlefield games, like smaller maps. Um, I don't... It, it was just... It was the first one that DICE did, I think, which now... Okay. That, now they do all of them, but... It, I don't know. It was great. And I used to play with yeah, this, this fake. Dice. It was a mouse and nunchuck. So it converted the right stick on a controller into a mouse. Uh, and then the left stick became a nunchuck that I would use. And, you know, it just made it so I could move around and do things uh, easier. I, I was still not great because it wasn't one-to-one. -one. It's not perfect. But I wanted to play a little bit 
like more competitively with my friends because they were really good and I just can't use a controller in shooters. Like not in a like a competitive game. I just can't do it. Not even for fun? You can't just play like a shooter? Oh, no, like, like I'll play Destiny, you know? I played it on... Yeah, like the, Destiny like, or like yeah. Star Wars or some shit. Yeah, yeah, but when it's like against other people, no, I can't do it. Like, I need to be able to aim, and I Yeah, can't you need that, that. Uh, twitch trigger finger. Um, yeah, what else? Anything else? So Bloodborne, um, a little yeah, bit of Battlefield. A um, little bit more. Um, so, yeah, so in closing with that, it is a cool game. It's very... It's visually... for. I think it came out in 2016. For being that old, bro... Holy fuck, I bet you Battlefield 5 looks crazy because this game is really visually impressive. Cutscenes are very nice, very well done. Uh, I did download Need for Speed Heat. I'm excited to play that. So, next episode, I will talk about that. Uh, so, that's it for games I played. Other than that, I was on Seth's podcast, Who's Next Gaming Entertainment. I did want to give a shout out. We did watch and rate for the Losing Live segment. Uh, the live-action Tekken movie, which is available on Tubi, it's the only way to watch it, T-U-B-I, free s- streaming service, like a free Netflix. Um, another one of these things that just goes under the radar, dog, it's free, and they have licenses to stuff no one else does. So there are ads, but it's free. So uh, we were able to watch the Tekken live-action movie. Which and on uh, G4, I remember one time. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, also... News for later. Well, it's not much news. Last night, little teaser came out. G4 was like, "Hey, 2021, we're coming back." Hell yeah! I miss but my attack. I of the think show. it's going to be a podcast. I don't. I think it, they said in some form we're coming back. Maybe it'll be a YouTube channel or you know. Some... I hope so because that was the fucking yeah, dude. That was the best channel, dude. Code Monkeys, bro. <laughs> I just um, love Kevin Pereira. Yeah, I loved all of them, man. Kevin, and, um, I liked Blair Herder. Yeah, I liked Blair Jessica Trollbot. Yep. What but, was the guy, uh, Adam? Adam Sessler. Yeah, and, Sessler's and, great, and, too. And Morgan Webb. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude, I, I had a really good time. I was really sad to see that go. I was like, dude, I remember the last episode. I was crying. But then again, I <laughs> cried for everything. Um, but we did watch the Tekken live-action movie. Uh, not to be confused with the Tekken the motion picture. Tekken the motion picture is an animated anime movie which we also reviewed in the in the past it's all right it's not that good the tekken live action movie when i really think about it uh is one of the best video game movies ever made really yes. i thought it was gonna uh, be now i'm not no um i'm not gonna i haven't i can't take into account like the most recent tomb raider movie which i want to see because it's the you know i'm not gonna gush about that too much but i love the recent tomb raider games uh that's my boo. But reason being, casting, fucking perfect. So it's got the guy who's in Shang Tsung in Mortal Kombat. Oh, yeah, really? He's big on. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's uh, Heihachi Mishima. Okay. Then they got some dude that looks like Kazuya as Kazuya Mishima. The Jin Kazama guy, looks a, he, his jaw isn't strong enough, but he looks pretty good. And uh, the other cool th- thing was story is completely makes sense and canonical with the games it looks like the games design wise um it's not really a blockbuster film or like an asian hong kong movie it's more like it seems more of like a what would you call like taiwan thailand is that pan asian uh i don't know that it seems more of like a kind of like a like a thai stunt action film like in the beginning there's a lot of explosions it's like they built an entire city 
uh, and then uh, and then the, the characters all look like he, themselves. They have their outfits. You know, it wasn't the stupid shit that everybody does. Like when X Men came out, and all of a sudden they're all wearing leather biker outfits. You know, we all wanted to see the blue and yellow outfits from the X Men cartoon, and the X Men movie mm-hmm. came out, and they're all wearing leather. And it's like, fuck, dude, where's where's Wolverine's fucking spike shit? Uh, in this fucking movie, man, everyone has their full on outfits from the game, and it's really cool. Uh, it's a cheesy action movie. It's only ninety minutes. It's not that this is the a, a great film. But for being a video game movie, and if you know anything about Tekken, it's like Mortal Kombat was great. I think, and people still think Mortal Kombat was cheesy. Now the fight scenes in Mortal Kombat weren't the greatest, but Mortal Kombat was pretty good. Street Fighter I love, but Street Fighter is terrible. Street Fighter with Jean Claude Van Damme and Raul Julia was really stupid, uh, but I, I love it. So Raul Julia was out. such a strange casting. Yes, for M Bison. Um, yeah. I mean, so was Guile, for, um, Jean-Claude Van Damme for Guile. You like how I say his name, right? I know you like that. Um, I'm going to kick that son of a bitch Bison's ass so hard. Um, <laughs> to play the the fucking to play the fucking all American William Guile. Yeah, they get the muscles from Brussels. Who can't even? Sp- no offense. He can't even speak. Can't even speak English right. You know what I mean? You're, you're playing yeah. like the all American Sergeant Got William Guile, and uh, Raul Julia, bless his heart, that was his last film role. But what I will say, the best thing we got out of that Street Fighter movie was, uh, but for me it was Tuesday. That whole monologue mm-hmm. where M. Bison, if anybody doesn't know, look up Street Fighter the movie, Raul Julia, M. Bison monologue. He gives like a two to three minute monologue. I don't know who the fuck wrote that monologue, but it's this really intense, really great monologue he delivers. And uh, it's where I go, I don't give a fuck if that's a weird casting. That guy was a really great actor who knew his craft, and he put it to use. And he did a really good job, if anything, for that moment. Um, even at the end of the movie when his control his control board for his doomsday machine is a fucking arcade arcade stick. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, go watch Tekken. Um, holler at me on everything. And, um, yeah, uh, I'm sorry I'm not going to look through it, but I got a couple of friend requests from some listeners. Um so hit me up, guys, Jester954. If anybody wants to get up in game, uh, PlayStation add me. And I think that's it for my week. I could always make more shit up to talk about, but that's enough. I've been running my mouth. I played a lot of wrestling games as well. Well, damn it. Shut it down. <laughs> Shut it down. <laughs> I tapped it, Let's but go. I missed. I, like, tapped the bottom edge of it, and it just didn't go. Uh, yeah, all right. I mean, other than that, you know, I haven't really been going out very much and stuff, you know. I'm just kind of <laughs> hanging out. <laughs> <laughs> So our big topic this week is the Xbox showcase that went on um, on the 23rd, so on Thursday. Crickets. Yeah, I Crickets. know. I uh, know. Let's... Hashtag, hashtag, there we go. <laughs> God, that goes just, on just way too Xbox, long. Just mess with your Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Enough of that. But yeah, know. so they, they did have the thing. I Did you watch it? I watched it. Uh, you know what PlayStation said when Xbox was going live? Pull the trigger, nigga! I got all night. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh said, gosh, it's okay. That I was Dokes. No, wait, that wasn't Dokes. That was Copperhead. No, that was uh, that was um, Copperhead from uh, no, that Black was Panther. uh, no, Luke Cage. Luke Cage himself said that. 
Oh, I thought that was the villain. No, no, that. no. Luke Cage says it, ah. he's he's spying oh, on. Oh, because he's bulletproof. That's why he says. Yeah, it. he's spying on uh, Copperhead <laughs> or Diamond. No, it was Copper, Copper Cottonmouth. Copperhead. Cottonmouth. Cottonmouth. Uh, and a kid comes up to rob him, and that's what he says to ah. him. He's saying like, "You could be better than this," and he's telling him all this shit. And then he says, "But if not, man, boom! I ain't got all night." <laughs> Just really quick to do something. Somebody brought that up. With the video I saw today where these two dudes walk into a gas station to rob it uh, and they jump the counter and they go to rob it with a gun, but it's a fake gun. And while they're robbing it, this big ass security guard who kind of looks like Luke Cage, big black dude, comes in and um, he just shoots them both <laughs> with a gun. I mean, gun. that's not funny. Wow. Sorry, that's not funny. No, it's funny because they were robbing a store. They were armed robbing a store. Fuck you. Take a bullet to the face. I don't care. I don't mm. care of your circumstance. You get shot. Um, they didn't die, and he didn't shoot them in the head. He shot them in like the arm and shit. But he walks in real calmly, and he goes, "Pow!" And then to the other one, "Pow!" And the guy's like, "It's fake! It's fake!" <laughs> and the dude goes, <laughs> "Oh well, mine's real." Pow! And shoots him in the arm. Damn. <laughs> so I thought that was pretty funny because the dude, you can't let you know kids come into a store with a fake gun and want to rob it and then a dude a paid security guard who that's his job walks in with the firearm and he shoots the guy like you know he shoots them basically center mass like one in the arm other one like in the gut or something but it did they're non-lethal they survived but for the guy the kid to be like it's fake it's fake and he so calmly is just like oh well mine's real and um i know it sounds brutal i'll send it to you later it's actually kind of funny how level-headed the guy was and how like he handled the situation so it makes me think of that so and and then someone uh posted that quote pull the trigger and got all night mm-hmm. anyway so xbox the so, uh xbox did you watch the whole thing fuck no <laughs> i i uh i saw it was like over an hour yeah so like i even the playstation it. one which you know i'm i'm all in because i know you know i love i knew well i knew from was supposed to you know, dropped some news and did not expect no idea. Demon Souls, but you know, I was hoping for Elden Ring. Um, yeah, no, I that was, what, that was only like 30, 45 minutes. Yeah, and it still was so, too long. You're just like, I don't care about indies. Like, let's just hit the big stuff and then say indie stop, showcase stop at the very trying, end. Stop trying to sell me a PlayStation Eye camera. Yeah, God. Like, stop trying to sell me weird peripherals. Just give me a game yeah. and controllers. So, this was, uh, it's a bit of a fart in the wind, but there's some some cool stuff. Um, so it started out with Halo Infinite, uh, which has that funny alien gorilla monster that <laughs> looks really dumb. Yeah, was that supposed to be Im- impressive? They had like he's giving a monologue, and there's a very very close up of this monster's face. There, we have games right now that look <laughs> better than that. We had games on PS2 that look better or PS3. PS3 to be fair. Yeah, like like not to go back to Battlefield One, looks better than this gorilla thing. Um, I don't know what they're called. And what's the it flood, supposed to be? The, like the flood are the little bugs. Mm-hmm. I don't know. He looks like General Zod or Grog, whatever the DC villain is. But um, oh, is the, it the, the banished? Camera, I don't know. The camera was way too close, and it almost seems like they lost and they just didn't load an entire texture layer over the face because it was like smooth but not textured it it looked shitty bro like yeah it doesn't look what they could have done is don't zoom in on his face that much everyone has people have 4k tvs don't (laughs) zoom in on the fucking 
things face. It'd be like close. zooming in on the door in Final Fantasy VII. Yeah. <laughs> like, it'd be like trying to zoom but, in on that fucking door. <laughs> speaking of which, we never we haven't got that texture package uh, oh God, patch no. yet. No, I deleted it off my system actually. Dog, so did I. I yeah. didn't even get to the. I didn't even get to Shinra Mansion I, or to the <laughs> building. I just, I, I just. I think I'm done until like one day I'll restart it. But I, dude, the ending of it's so dumb. So just uh, pretend you didn't even doesn't end. I'm gonna sneeze. Yeah, I just don't care. God, I've been having allergies um, so bad. Um, so uh, Infinite's gonna have a grappling hook is a new thing and some new weapons. Um, and 343 says they want this game to be the platform uh, for the next ten years of Halo, meaning they're not gonna do any more numbered installments. They're just going to do, I guess. Uh, additional content, you know, like they're just going to keep this Halo, is the framework. Yeah, Halo Infinite. It'll just be Halo Infinite, you know, Dark Light or, you know, some dumb fucking stupid name or whatever. That's really bad to hear that. Yeah. They always There's say a, that, dude. Uh, they always say it. Remember Destiny said it and Destiny lasted for like three years before two came uh, out? That's what Anthem was saying. Yeah, everyone says An- 10 years. This is the next 10 years again. Like, suck. Bro, console dick. generations aren't even 10 years. The only console game. Console generations are like six. The only games that have lasted 10 years are like MOBAs, like Dota, Dota 2, you know, League, and Skyrim. WoW. You know, well, Skyrim just gets ported. Like, Oh, you're right. Yeah, they just, get, they just keep re- re- reselling it. Yeah, like MMOs can do it. And remember, Destiny was supposed to be this massively multiplayer online shooter, which was like not massive, not no, really it's multiplayer. Raids. It's just doing a mission, shooting things. Then you go to the base where everyone is and you dance and you kick a ball it's fucking dumb um they did say that it's going to connect to halo 5 guardians uh, but they haven't said how that's gonna um how it's gonna connect and they say it's a good uh entry point for newcomers and we haven't seen multiplayer yet so i don't know bro that's what everyone always says yeah always dude that's what what they said about they said that shit about mass effect 3 they I said Mass it about Effect three was coming out, and they were like the best. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I heard this on another podcast. It reminded me. Might have been Sacred Symbols with Chris Moriarty and uh, Colin Moriarty, Chris Raygun. Where when Mass Effect three came out, they were like, "This is the best time as ever to get into Mass Effect." And it's like, what are you talking about? Didn't you sell us on the whole fact that your decisions in every single game will change the way each new game is? <laughs> and so you know why what are you telling people to play Destiny or Mass Effect three? when they didn't even go through one and two to make the decisions to craft their own game. Yeah. So they always tell us shit like that. This is the last game you'll need. This is the perfect place to jump in. This is going to be like... Well, with know. Mass Effect 3, they were like, it's going to pay off every decision you've made. And then... They were like, what if it's just one of three color rays that shine out? Also, you have to pay us for it. Yeah, yeah. And we're, for the ending. Yeah, if the ending comes out later, or whatever. Dude, speaking of which, that's what happened with Asherah's Wrath on the PS3, oh, which was God, a very yeah. awesome game. They dropped that fucking game, and they just cut the last mission out and sold it to everybody six months later. And it was like, wait, are you selling us the ending? And they were like, uh, yes. <laughs> yeah? It literally was like, the the game ended, and you're like, but it's not over. It's the game's not done. And then they were like, you want the ending? $20. So yeah, fuck, uh, fuck them for doing that. So then that we destroyed saw, that game. Then we saw a cinematic trailer for the next Fable game. Um, Wait, there's still some more Halo things to say. Very little. Because that I thought it was weird to start with Halo because it's the biggest thing. It should have been the final thing they showed. So two things really quick. 
it looks so the grappling hook, whatever. So I I guess one thing. Uh, so I was watching Chris Reagan's reaction, and it was cool to see him excited. He's a really really big Halo fan, and I've heard him talk about. He's like, I think they're gonna put a fucking sprint button in here, and it's gonna fuck the game up, because, um, I believe Halo didn't have a sprint before. So there's some games like Doom don't have a sprint. You your 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 movement speed is your movement speed, and the game is kind of built at that pace, right? Hello. Yeah. So, sorry, I just, I just wanted to bring this speed thing up real quick. Um, so when you have the game built where it's got like this speed sense. The game kind of has like a flow to it. And then when you artificially add like a sprint button, it can kind of fuck up like there's other more eloquent ways to put this for people who know like this, like more about the FPS genre shit. But effectively by adding a sprint, because I saw him like throw his head back. He's like, fuck, there it is. There's a sprint button. Damn it. Uh, Effectively, this isn't a Halo game anymore. This is now a different shooter. Uh it's not Halo. It's well, going to I mean, be cool. It's Halo Infinite. Yeah, it's going to be a different... Well, the thing is, people have been playing Halo for, what, 15, 20 years by now? Uh, it's not going to... It'd be like Street, Street Fighter's always been six buttons. It's like Street Fighter coming out and it's five buttons or four buttons. Yeah. It's cool for things to expand and change, but something so like important to the game like... There's no... like It'd be like adding a sprint to Doom. Doom doesn't need a sprint well, because it's like it's when... the way... It's like when Street Fighter went 3D and like you could turn, you know. <laughs> like, yeah, it just uh, changes. You know, it's not Street Fighter anymore. Now it's whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So for them to say this is Halo from now on, it's like, oh no, you've just built something new, put a Halo skin on it, and now you're threatening your entire fan base by saying, you know, this is your game now. Halo's a weird one for me because. It's just the same shooter over and over again. Like it's the same guns. It's the same aliens. You're yeah. the same. There's new fucking... guns this time. I, I did see him. Yeah. He was like, "Ooh, what the fuck is that?" Like the guns. But you're just uh, the same yeah. dude with a mask on. You know, it's like Doom. It's like those games. Like they don't call to me because it's like, what's the story? You're a guy in space. Yeah. I mean, aliens. I always wanted to play Halo. I have, but I never had an Xbox. I mean, I I did have two Xboxes. But they were given to me. I gave them back. Uh. I would have liked to play Halo games. They seem like the type of shooters that I do like. I like kind of chill, kind of fun, alien shit. I don't really care about like relive World War II. I don't want to do that. I want to shoot monsters. So it's cool though. I just know that like people who are like hardcore Haloites are freaking out over like that thing with the, the you know, it'd be like if they turned the, the, you know, it's like Dark Souls with like running and jumping. Sometimes it's double tap circle. Sometimes it's hit the left stick. Uh, so... In the end, I think it'll be fine. They'll still move, yeah, so they'll still copies. But other than that, I mean, that's like that's the most I have to say about the Xbox shit. So you can get through the other games now. So we got a Fable trailer. Uh, a new studio is doing Fable. Um, I think it's called Playground Games. Uh, they've made Forza Horizon. Ooh, cool. Um, they just is that the one where you could go from car to boat to plane? I have no idea. Uh, but they just showed a little cinematic trailer that didn't show shit. It's just a fairy flying around that gets eaten by a frog. The end. Yeah. Very weird. Like, there's a weird trailer. That should be the intro to the trailer that then shows, like, combat and, like, some of the graphics. But, you know. Yeah, it's not a trailer. It's more of, like, a teaser. Yeah, it's just a little teaser. I mean, cool. Fable 1 was great. 2 was 
close to great. Three was trash. So I mean, yeah, I mean, you can still do something if you can't show gameplay. You can still do something like an interesting trailer or a teaser, even like the the fairy just getting eaten by bullfrog is kind of like okay, generic fantasy uh, vignette. Yeah, exactly. Because they could have done something like a dialogue choice, like. It could even have been like something like I can make one up in my head right now. Old person reading a story to a young kid and then at one point turns to the young kid and goes, and what would you like her to do next, boy? Would you like her to help the pig or eat the pig? And the kid's like, well, I don't know. Like, you know, like give some kind of idea to like decisions, mm-hmm. you know, like. Well, look at the I... Elden Ring trailer. They didn't show anything, but they showed everything. Like it was awesome. You yeah. see the world. You see mountain That's range. You see you see them going underground into the forge with the guy, and he's making the thing, and you know whatever. It's like you just there's some cool dialogue. Like you know, it's obviously a fable trailer is going to be goofier and have like humor to it, but you can do that without just doing nothing. Like big nothing burger of that. I was stoked when I saw like you know I got a uh, a video thing from YouTube like oh update this person's got a video about the fable reveal, and I was like ooh a new fable immediately went and looked at the trailer and i was like why did i waste my time yeah and that's when i get annoyed when i go on like youtube and i see uh a bunch of reviewers and stuff that i follow and it says like fable trailer discussion and it's like a 40 minute video of like angry joe i'm like what are you gonna talk about there's a fairy and the fairy's flying around well, also, I have no interest in hearing people speculate. Yeah, yeah. So Unless it's Vadi. I see... <laughs> Say again? Unless it's Vadi Vidya, and then I'm like, speculate, uh, please. Well, I guess because he knows what the... Yeah, he's... Because uh... <laughs> he'll dig cell by cell or frame by frame and be like, and then over here, I see this, and this is a symbol that uh, could mean X, Y, Z, and whatever. And I mean, he was right about a lot of Sekido. Like, yeah. He, he showed a lot. Like he. Well, you that's know. From, dude. From will give you a... Uh, image and there's so much to pick apart god i remember i remember the sekido trailer i was so sure it was going to be bloodborne 2 <laughs> yeah we thought it was bloodborne 2 at some point somebody thought it was tenchu mm-hmm. and you know that just shows what what putting some thought into your shit was because the the fable thing was just like if that's the case just put a title card out or just put a just put the name out you know like yeah some games do that like i think when king of fighters 14 came out it, it was at a major fighting game t- uh, thing, and all they did was just have like an ember go across the screen, and then boom, King of Fighters 14, summer this year. Hell and yeah. That's it. They didn't fucking make you watch 45 seconds. Yeah, you know of, like, what it is. Yeah. If you're not going to show me shit, don't give me bullshit. And then also, this whole thing with these YouTubers having to meet the 10 minute criteria, it's like, I don't need to watch you speculate on something that we don't know. Like, one of the things I hate the most is like we heard a rumor like Street Fighter is going to get a season five. Why did somebody make a 10 minute video, 20 minute video, uh, Street Fighter five new characters? And then you try to watch it and you go, who would I want in the game? I don't care who you want in the game. Yeah. I want to know who's in the game. I don't care. Do you care who I do you care what my special favorite special move is? I mean, maybe some people tune into the podcast because they like that. But I don't like like I think that recreational speculating on shit like that like it's like unnecessary i don't really care for it that's also because i'm a, an asshole but <laughs> so then we saw uh senua saga hellblade 2 the sequel to senua hellblade senua's sacrifice 
Um, yes. Very strange. Yeah. Exclusive to reverse exclusive. Yeah, weird. Uh, it's going to be set in Iceland. Uh, and this is on Unreal 5. No gameplay was shown, but um, they're going to chronicle the journey for development on Ninja Theory's YouTube channel, I guess. So that's cool. Mm. Uh, then there was a trailer for Obsidian's next RPG, which I'm actually pretty excited for, which is Avowed. Uh, and it's Obsidian who um, made Fallout New Vegas and made okay. Pillars of Eternity, made a bunch of, I mean, they've made a bunch of great games. They're a really great RPG developer. They made Outer Worlds as well, which was a first-person uh, Fallout-style RPG. Really good. Yeah. So um, there'll be some decision-making in that game. Yeah, yeah. And and they are really, they're really have a really good writing staff, so I'm really thinking it's going to be like a better version of the newer Elder Scrolls games. You know, like... Uh, they've promised that it's going to be an expansive RPG and it's being built from the ground up to take advantage of the Xbox Series X. So it's going to be a great PC game. And if you're going to play it on console, I'm sure it'll play best on Xbox. Um, but we see just, you know, a cinematic trailer of an arrow flying and talking about war and, um, you know, how wars have given people crowns and kings and queens and all this shit. And then a skeleton gets shot with it. So. Um, and then okay. you see a guy. So that's not console exclusive. It's on PlayStation as well. No, listen. No, no I don't know. I, I don't know. Oh, they're, okay. they're just saying it's being built from the ground up to take the advantage of the Xbox Series X. But they do that with all cross-platform. But that's their way of saying play it on Xbox, please. You know. Yeah. And the good thing is, if you have a PC, a lot of and you if you don't have all an Xbox, you can pretty much you you kind of do if you have a PC. Yeah. A Windows at least. Yeah. Um. I'm excited for it. It ends with like the hands coming up, like a very uh, Elder Scrolls. You know, a sword comes up, and then a hand comes up with like magic casting. Yeah, I'm, the sword was really cool looking. I for these first person games, magic kind of is weird for me. Like, it just never felt like I'd want to use it because I'm just watching my hands do shit. You know, like better give yeah. me some rings or like a wand or some shit, so I at least have something cool to look at. Like instead of just my hands blowing fire. And make the spells cooler, man. In Skyrim, you're just blowing a ray of fire, blowing a ray of frost, maybe throwing a fireball. You know, like, it's yeah. not anything visually cool. Let me do, like, sacred symbol hand gestures and fucking shoot out, like, a dragon of flames, you know? like Yeah, that would be kind of cool. I'm like, a fucking if they mage. Had some better shit. Yeah, like, let me be a wizard, dude. Um, so then we saw Fort, uh, Forza Motorsports. Um, just an in-engine trailer, you know, with people driving uh and then the next announcement was a cool one state of decay three which i've played one and two loved them both um three uh got a trailer it's another kind of open-ended uh zombie survival game um you know you yeah. it's weird you shift characters in that game like you recruit people and then you can play as them because you're basically trying to go out and get supplies and people get tired and get to you know get sick and you have to like shift or you can't play as the same person all the time you know and each person has different skills you can kind of make a guy that's like good at lock picking or sneaking you know or be i missed you said state of decay or did you move to the next game after state that? of decay oh, okay i've never played those they're fun they're zombies survival games um but yeah so that's cool i'm glad those are you know still going to be windows exclusive xbox and microsoft whatever uh, and then Crossfire X, I don't know what that is. Uh, it's a, uh, I, I didn't, even, I didn't see. It's just I'm reading a Gamespot article, and it says the Crossfire X campaign premiered during the showcase. Uh, 
and it was co-developed with Remedy Entertainment. It appears to contain some of the psychological and character-driven elements of the studio's previous games, but it also retains the intense first-person shooting gameplay from the free-to-play multiplayer portion. It's coming later this year. Don't know what that means. But I did see the Warhammer 40k Darktide trailer, which... Oh, I didn't see that. What's that? So it is the... It's a 40k version of Vermintide, which Vermintide was a first-person uh, Left 4 Dead style... Uh, oh, horde like, game? A horde game, yeah. You, Damn it. You, played three, <laughs> or you play four different types of characters from the Warhammer universe. It's, it's a good um, co-op game. But yeah, I just don't like those horde yeah. games like Left 4 Dead and God Killing Floor. Those games are just brutal, man. It's, it's like I, I don't like ah, like those like zombies, you know, called yeah. zombies where mm-hmm. it's like board up the windows. I don't like that shit, man. That shit gets me stressed out. Yeah, I mean, 40k Dark Tide's gonna be good, I think, because it's a first person game that you know in 40k world you're using guns, you know. Yeah. So. um and you're fighting chaos guys. That's, so it's like a... This was a cinematic trailer, but you see these guys. It's very um, very alien or like, you know, horror sci-fi movie where like you're in the dark and there's flashlights and you can't barely see shit. And then they turn and there's just a horde of like chaos monsters, which are basically like zombies and, you know, whatever. Yeah. I liked um, Warhammer 40k Space Marine. Yeah, yeah. On the PS3, the mm-hmm. one that was like a third-person action hack yeah. and slash, that was cool. Like I like that, but it just turns out that I guess 40K Space Hammer, or whatever is Warhammer Space Fuck, is uh mostly it's like tabletop and mostly strategy. So it's like really geared towards like strategy nerds. So most of their games are usually like really strategic kind of like RPG things. So it's cool that they're making like a horde game. But I would really just like another, like, honestly, I would just like uh, Space Marine to come back. Yeah. Uh, then they said Fantasy uh, Star Online 2 New Genesis, the next expansion pack, is going to be a console exclusive, a limited console exclusive. Um, okay. I so, don't even. Uh, Fantasy know Star about Online two, just came to the U.S., and it's an eight year old game, I believe. Yeah, Fantasy Online Fantasy 2. Fantasy Online 2? Yeah. P- or PSO 2. Because I know that PSO on the Dreamcast. I played it on the Dreamcast. I hated uh, it. Yeah, it was not the best. It was like an MMO without online connectivity. I mean, obviously yeah. back then you did have online if you were, you know, one of those baller rich kids who had a Dreamcast and was going online with like your Sega Genesis. I but, played um, it online and it was still boring. It's just like a little lobby game. Like you go see people in a lobby and then it's like go do the mission and then you go out and it's kind of shitty. Content. Yeah, so it was pretty shitty. But I played. But it's some got of a big fan base. So I mean, no hate. It's just not my t- cup of tea. Um, okay. Then there was something called the Gunk, which was by the creators of Steam World. The Gunk. The, the Gunk. Uh, just a, I don't know. It's a weird action adventure game. Uh, I mean, that just sounds like a um, funny game. I don't like funny, silly shit. Yeah. You play as a blob and you eat things. Ooh. Then we saw Tetris Effect Connected, which is the next multiplayer Tetris game. I mean, who cares? Well, whatever. Why is that nice. at a fucking Xbox event? Uh, yeah, exactly. I'm pretty sure there's like mobile tech. Like, Tetris is Tetris, bitch. Just play it on anything else. Cool thing, uh, there's going to be an exclusive Xbox or Xbox exclusive here, which is Stalker 2, um, which is a like a post-apocalyptic shooter, like horror sci-fi shooter. Stalker 1 was good. It's a, you know, Chernobyl 
um, Sorry. radiation kind of, you know, first person shooter. Very um, fucking a Metro <coughs> twenty forty four, whatever that game was. Like they're they're similar, um, but it's yeah, cool I've they seen got. It. It, yeah, it looks like the Metro games. It's cool <coughs> that they got that as an exclusive. So I mean, that's a that's a tick, but. Xbox I, is this sh- I gotta cough a million times. That's fine. Um, <coughs> you didn't mute yourself. Um, I don't know how to mute myself. Uh, so then, you know, Xbox is just a shooter system. So keeping on that, uh, Destiny Two, they showed some stuff. <laughs> I don't. I mean, who cares? It's going to be a Game Pass game, um, and it's like, yeah, that's a. Three Why are they still showing Destiny Two? I don't know. They uh, had Jack Black in to talk about Psychonauts 2. Um, he's doing some singing and some voice work. Um, he's going to play a golden wisp. Um, that, I guess, helps the kid. I don't fucking... I didn't play Psychonauts. Uh, there's a, a some interactive drama game called As Dusk Falls. It's going to span a 30-year period in the American Southwest and focus on a family and sacrifice. It's going to use watercolor-like art and be an interactive drama. Um, there's another Obsidian game called Grounded. It's touted as a Honey, I Shrunk the Kids game where it turned, you know, if it was a game. Basically, you're a, a simulation with a friend trying to survive in a backyard plagued by bugs that can eat you alive. Sounds fun. Outer I mean, Worlds is getting a DLC, uh-huh. uh, Peril on Gorgon, which takes you to the moon or an asteroid called Gorgon. I don't know. Uh, I'm going to skip a bunch of these because they are all... Yeah, I mean, the thing is, is I watched a bunch of those, dude. They, Not to be a hater, man, um, a lot of these games looked didn't look very good. They just no. looked like... It's like when they have these conferences and they show you like everything being worked on. It's like don't show us everything. Not everything looks that great. Yeah, I, they I had Watchdog really Legions, they, like think... a new trailer for that. Uh then Dragon Quest Eleven is like bro, that game's on fucking Switch, dude. <laughs> what are we talking about here, you know? Um Yeah, it's it's fucking And not to like I don't want to hate, you know, it's not that it's Xbox, it's that it's a bad showing. You know, like, yeah, you're not showing shit. And then what you show of Halo has that fucking like PS the really crappy early PS3 graphics character model. Like, come on, man. Who well, even I thought saw that the, it didn't look uh, it didn't look next gen. I get it. We're near we're approaching the Uncanny Valley. But even with the Halo thing, I wasn't really impressed it looked like a cool. It looked. You could have said that's the last Halo game that came out, the last gen. Yeah. Or this gen, and I'd be like, oh, cool. It looks kind of neat. Uh, but who approved that to be like? That's what I'm saying. This who is watched the, one the we're trailer? I would be like, no, 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 no. We need to take the snake monkey out, dude. The snake monkey's bad. Everyone know, like, everyone yeah. knows the snake monkey's not good. But yeah. Uh, so that's kind of it for the Xbox event. Uh, I have some other news real quick. I'll go through. Uh, Tenet, the new uh, Christopher Nolan movie, has been delayed indefinitely because of COVID. You know, they're, that's coming to theaters. That he's not going to release it to stream yet. He, he wants it to be a cinematic experience, so he's delaying it until theaters can safely reopen. Which I mean, good, good for him. He's got the power to do that. You know. Yeah. Um, rumor has it that PS5 pre-orders are going to be limited to one per household, which I think is fair. 
um, for a console launch. You know what I mean? Like, let everybody get it. Don't have these fucking resellers. Like, let's let's be smart. Um, uh, director Tetsuya, Tetsuya Nomura came out and said that the Final Fantasy Remake Part 2 has entered full development. <clears throat> Uh, and they're trying to get That's the good. game to us, quote unquote, as soon as possible. Um, no, don't say that. I just know. give it to us when it's ready. Just make it better. Uh, just give it to us. Give it to us when it's ready, guys. Don't like. Don't rush it, please. Yeah. The first going to sell us a title dude, screen. The and first just tell chapter us to wait for patches. somehow felt rushed, even though it was eight years in development or ten yeah. years, but because they restarted and all that stuff. I mean. Again, not a bad game, just not nearly what I think it could have been. Yeah, I think it's cool. I mean, even though I've already forgotten if we said it before or after we started, like, I just deleted it. No, you said it on there. Yeah. Okay. You didn't beat it. Because, uh, yeah, I got far enough, and uh, I guess I just fell off. I don't know why. I thought it was great. I was having a great time. I was having Yeah, you were arguing with, with me about it. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I really like it a lot. It's just something... I think that I think when it tells me like don't progress because you can't come back and I'm like but I'm only two thirds of th- through the game. Yeah. I think that's what kind of pissed me like not pissed me off but But it scared you. I think you that's from kind of what like yeah, it was like ugh, I don't feel like doing everything. And I know Seth told me he's like dude, just go through and beat it because you can always go back to the chapters and finish your unfinished business. I don't want to do that. I yeah. want to do everything in order. But right now I really don't want to go look for these chocobos. And um, Ugh, that's I just... the worst one. Honestly, that was the worst quest for me. Well, he told me what it is. He's like, did you find two of them? I was like, yeah. He's like, progress. You find the third one as you keep progressing towards the building. And I was like, oh. So I didn't realize that. And I do know I have to go find another Shinra secret door. And it's like, Ugh, I know where it is, but it's far. And I'm being lazy, but. I almost I restarted just, after I missed that one fucking summon thing, and then I was like, I don't care enough. And I'm glad I didn't, because none of the summons were worth a fuck. Like, uh, yeah, I mean, I only used them during bosses. And yeah, they maybe save you from dying for one second, but it's like, they, they weren't really worth a damn. Yeah, and it's almost kind of like the way 15 did mm-hmm. summons. The, uh, one thing I'll say bad about 15 is like, the fact that like you have no control over summons, fifteen yeah. just goes, "Hey, you can use them right now." It's like really when you decide, I can use my own shit. And in this one, like you had a meter, but it really did just fill up at boss fights. Basically, you never had it yeah. like for a regular fight. You know, you couldn't just dominate a fucking. You also, remember, dude. There's not other yeah, than boss not fights, fights. There weren't many. There weren't many fights in that game. You, yeah, you fought little shit, or like maybe some dudes, or maybe a mech. Dude, again. <sighs> I just, that's where I think they fucked up is like, you, you know, you know, we were talking about it. Like any point in the game, you might fucking run into a random battle of some big ass weird monster. You're like, oh shit. You know, like an Ixukiol or whatever those stupid uh, metal unicorn things. You remember those horses that have like metal unicorn horns? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ixuxia, I don't know. Some dumb thing with it. I don't remember what it was called, but I remember them, yeah. Uh, yeah, like no, Odin's this one it's just basically. worms, rats, dudes, bugs. or the or the yeah, the bugs, worms, rats, dudes, or the robot. And then the ghosts every once in a while in that one area. And it's like, yeah, yeah just I don't know. It was too I, small scale. It was it, it it was clearly a game they they pulled like silly putty 
and stretched to the point where you could see through it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I think it would be really good if you got if you played it for the first time and were so invested that you cranked through it in four days. I think it would be an incredible four days. Yeah, but if you stretch that game anything over two or three weeks, it's just it's not enough. And if you did every side quest, you kind of like the the shine starts to come off the apple. I did every side quest, every single one. Yeah, and the shine was definitely off the apple by the end. I was just like, I need to get through this fucking game. And then the ending is so lame. It's yeah, I gotta see it. And I mean, I do want to see the bosses. I want to see Rufus. I want to see what I'm assuming the, the Rufus final boss fight is. was cool. Like you know what I mean? The, the I think the one on one fights are my favorite part of that game. Um, yeah, they're pretty awesome. It's where the they're combat the... can shine. Um, yeah, with because, Reno and Rude. Because the rest of the game, you realize you're supposed to shift between characters. You're literally playing wrong if you're not doing that. Yeah, like you need to be shifting around, making because it changes the focus. You can. You know, if you're getting beat up, swap to Barrett, beat someone up for a bit, then swap back over or do, you know, get everybody doing stuff, which is cool. And once you learn it, the combat's pretty fun. Like the combat system is pretty good. Still would have preferred yeah, just like a it. turn-based system, like, or even a 12, like Final Fantasy 12 version where you're auto-attacking and you're queuing up your stuff, but yeah, whatever. Gambits. Um, but yeah, we'll see. We'll see part two. I'm, I'm going to play it. You know what I mean? Like. Oh, of we'll course, we, but we will. Play the Trail it. series has shit all over Final Fantasy for me. Like, I so there are Final Fantasy games that are in the best of the JRPG genre for me. You know, like a six, a seven. You know, nine? I love eight. Nine is great. Um, two slash four, I liked. Ten, I don't really care about. Uh, everyone loves it. I think it's okay. Um, I thought it was. You mean two dash four? I thought it was number. Oh no, you're right. It's two and four, the ones that are swapped, not six. Yeah, it's 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 four here or two here is four in Japan. And okay. Three okay. is six. So yeah, that's um, what I meant. Yeah, the three six thing. But yeah, so I mean, I just trails. This story is so good, and the characters are so good. It's it really gets you, man. It's it's definitely the best RPG series because it is all one story and that's not really fair there's not really a direct comparison you can make anywhere else so it's not fair to say it's my favorite series as in like it's the best jrpg series because it is but it's not the same type of thing as like a suikoden or a final fantasy or a dragon quest you know what i mean those are different in that they're a series that are all unconnected yeah the trails of games are literally all telling the same story they're all telling portions of one giant story that's and, pretty tough to do man well they're like all multi, multi-platform and shit they all interact with each other but they're kind of self-contained so it's it's they did it in a smart way where like it really does benefit you to play them all but you don't have to you i mean you can't play trails of cold steel 4 and not play one you know trails of cold steel 1 but you can play one through four without having played the sky or the crossbell games because those games will only inform your playthrough of the new one. You'll see characters and you will get a better reaction. Like, you will feel a reaction where someone else will be like, this is my first time seeing this person, you know? And then you'll yeah. learn about them in playing those games because they'll become a character and you're like, oh, they're awesome. But if you've played before, you already fucking know they're awesome and now you're seeing like, oh, six months has passed since the last time I saw them. They're older now. They've done this, that, the other, you know? That's cool. I mean, I, I'm curious to think... Uh... So, how much time is spanned between the first game and the most current? Two Ten years. years. 
How many? Two years. So in two years, they've put out 10 games? Oh, no, 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 no. I'm sorry. So 14 years since the first. Uh, 2006 is... was Trails in the Sky. I mean, in-game, two years has passed. Oh, no. I mean, like, okay, so I mean IRL. Um, yeah, yeah. So who is the same team or person right still writing the yes, story i believe so yeah because you know that's what happens when it's nihon like... falcom which is a smaller studio and i believe they all have worked there forever like it's it seems like a okay. small company so this is like their baby that yep. they this is their, their they make it's not like oh we work for a video game company we make a bunch of shit like no i work for trails cold steel and yep. make trail games they make the trails games and they make the east games okay and I believe they've done yeah, some other stuff. That's but. good. If the writing can, if the writing can continuously Dude. be done by similar people, then they, then you don't have that weird, awkward shit where like Dude. one game's really great, and then like, well, we sold it to another company, so they're gonna do the sequel. Like the, the thing, so, whole thing okay. with Metal Gear. So that like, happened with East, but it's the localization. So it went from, uh, fuck, I forget the company that did it originally, but now it's uh, now. Um, NIS America is doing it. Okay. Um, and when they first ported East 8, the localization was trash. Like the writing, you know, the just the translation was just terrible. Yeah, it makes so no fucking sense. They came out, uh, NIS America, and were like, we're gonna fix it, we're gonna re we're gonna patch it, you know, with a, a new uh, localization and whatever. But when Trails switched to NIS America, people were scared because these games are all dialogue. You know what I mean? It's the they're so yeah. story where East is all about the combat, which is already good. They, you know, you already know. Yeah, East is just a fun kind of action RPG yes. shit. And the, the SNES the throwback shit. Development didn't change. It was just the localization. So whatever, that happened. But you gotta think, this is nine games with the four, you know, Cold Steel Four coming out, and not a one of them doesn't have overwhelmingly positive reviews. Hmm. They are, it's an underrated series in that it's not played as well. It's getting a lot of traction now, right? Like, it's becoming bigger. You're seeing a lot of reviews, a lot of people getting into it, right? Yeah, like I said before, my buddy uh, Christian at work, is, uh, he brought it up. He's like, I've been playing these Trails games. They're really awesome. And I forgot exactly what he said. I'll ask him. But he said, like, an, like an overwhelmingly positive thing. Like, no, these games are really good like this it's like this is some dope shit yeah um so yeah we'll we'll see i'm gonna you know i'm gonna keep trucking through those uh last news story i got is that hbo has begun casting for their prequel series to game of thrones calls how called yeah, who cares house of the dragon which i say oh shit i didn't have it yeah fucking this ipad is so slow um um but yeah so <clears throat> we do have fuck that cooler news though cooler news the Jinji oh Hideo yeah thing so, so this is just a rumor, but it's not really a rumor. It's kind of like... Well, no, it's not a rumor. Junji Ito came out and said that Kojima approached him to do a horror game. To like, He basically said, oh yeah, he's talked to me about he wants to do a horror game with me. And like, Junji Ito is like a horror manga god. You know, like he's... Yeah, if no one knows who Junji Ito is, look him up. It's like, he makes the types of images that are like make your skin crawl when you look at them dude I, I read one i've only really read one manga story of his and it's the one where like these holes started appearing in this mountain range and they're perfectly sized for people like 
it's a it, every person in this town starts to find like there's a hole in that into the side of this mountain that is shaped perfectly for their body. And, That's crazy. Yeah, it's very weird. It was a very and it's a short. It's like a maybe a three page little manga thing. It was it was pretty Ooh, creepy. Always good. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, Dude, yeah, if we Kojima could get did say crossover crossover, it'd be sick. When you know he was working on PT, he did say he wanted to create the scariest game of all time, and he's the guy. After PT, man, that that game showed you that he knows how to to fucking do horror. And if oh. you get Junji Ito behind it. Pfft, yeah, did you ever see the creepy thing that when someone unlocks mm-hmm. the camera? Yeah, and you just see the wife's behind you the whole time. The entire fucking time, like she's that's super scary. So going back to the thing with the uh, trails thing, with like, oh, or is it the same team? Like that's the worry part. Like Konami's been kind of threatening that they're gonna make another Metal Gear without Kojima. Well, like, I mean, they kind of already did with that survival horror shit. But I don't think that was canon. But what yeah. sucks is is Kojima doesn't own Metal Gear. And if Konami wants, they can make a Metal Gear game and just be like, you know what's really hot right now? MMOs sh- and shooters. Let's make an Overwatch-style Metal Gear. Like, they can do that if they want. Or, like, let's make a fucking Metal Gear Pachinko machine, which I'm probably sure already exists. So um, it would be nice if, you know, whatever game it was... It, Kojima was gonna do if instead we get a Junjito collab, bro. How, so many eyeballs. There's gonna be so many eyeballs. <laughs> yeah, so many fucking <laughs> eyeballs. God grant us eyes. Uh, I'm looking at the Trails games and I'm trying to see who's to you know who direct them. So like the first one, uh, Trails in the Sky. Uh, so the Legend of Heroes games go back way way back, all the way to fucking I think predate Nintendo system. So um, oh, wow. the first. Trails in the Sky was a guy named Toshihiro Kondo. Uh, and then the second game was Toshihiro Kondo as well. Uh, let me go to just uh, Trails uh, from Zero because I bet the third Trails in the Sky game is probably the same guy. You know, he's probably carried it on. Bro, that's a lot of time writing RPG. Like, So the, this isn't... Shit. So let's see. The, that's I'm sorry. That's the director is uh, Toshihiro Kondo. The writer is... Uh, there's multiple writers. So like... Hisayoshi Takieri, Yoshihiro Kondo, so that the director also helped write. Um, and then the second game, uh, well, sorry, the second series, the Zero no Kiseki, uh, is Toshihiro Kondo directed, but written by new writers. This guy's, I uh, know, oh, Hisayoshi, Hisayoshi Takieri, so one of the side writers for the other games, you know, they got their chance to fully write. And then uh, let's just go to Trails of Cold Steel. And that is directed by, yeah, it's directed by Takayuki Kusano, but Toshihiro Kondo is a producer. So I'm sure it's like, and then the same writer from the, the Trails of Trails from Zero uh, is now the only writer, Hisayoshi Takieri. So it seems like okay. that person, you know, that person just became the writer now you know like so he's like lead yeah buddy now um okay that's cool yeah after the trails from zero it's just him writing or him or her i I don't know he's a yoshi's uh male so yeah all the way through yeah man that's crazy just to think like like you said this is the same team doing this yeah and that's why they're so good huh the opposite of that is fucking 
Dragon Ball buddies spent the summer writing one story that spanned a couple yeah. sagas, and they've been just like rehashing the the freaking yeah. Bardock Bardock through. I guess Majin Buu. Yeah, over and over for again. thirty years, and it's like, come on, guys. <laughs> come I mean, on. I mean, I guess no. We they they do have new stuff with the Anubis guy. I guess yeah. and I can't really talk shit because I didn't that's watch like those movies. recent. Like before that, like you said, it's just been the same shit. Yeah. But all right, we got two emails, and then we'll get out of here. We can end early. That'll be nice, like a before midnight. Um. Sorry, I've been tired lately. It's baby time. It's baby time. Uh, that's my Russian mobster <laughs> telenovela voice. You when know, I'm pumping, I get the calm. I feel like I'm calming. I'm coming in the morning. I'm coming in the night. You know, I uh, I know where you live. I'm coming all of the time. And you're gonna do what I say because uh, I'm the boss. Sorry, that's why I was trying to do your telenovela. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> so I was gonna be like, this week we go over the miniskirt, <laughs> the croissant of fashion. It's fashion week, <laughs> and you know what that means. This week we're focusing on the ever pleasant miniskirt. <laughs> you might want to put the kids to bed early tonight. Actually, no, I was gonna say something terrible. Beware of a stiff breeze. <laughs> All right. I so. haven't been able to get Schwarzenegger out of my head though. Saying when I when I get the pump, I feel like I'm coming. I'm coming in the morning. I'm coming. I'm coming all of the time when I get the pump. Dude, I used to have when I was a kid. <laughs> I used to have a uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger soundboard that I would use in conjunction with my <laughs> wow. my trainers or whatever. I forget what they were called. But these tools you could use to hack people's AOL accounts. And I would just play Schwarzenegger through their speakers, you know, like take control of their computer. And I had one that was from, um, <laughs> it was from Total Recall. And it's the part where he's like, well, I hope you leave enough room for my fist because I'm going to ram it into your stomach and break your goddamn spine. <laughs> Which I think is like one of the best lines oh, in an God. action movie. Just like, I'm going to fucking punch you in the stomach and break <laughs> your spine. <laughs> It's what I do with the sound clips and shit. How he became governor of like the largest state in the country. I loved when he was running. He's like, I'm the gubernatorial candidate of California. Yeah, the gubernatorial. And California. It's like was like, <laughs> someone's like, I can't run for office because of a tweet. But if I can go back when Schwarzenegger was running and I would just be like, would you like this man run, running <laughs> your state? I'm coming all of the time. Coming in the morning. Coming in the evening. I'm always coming. <laughs> I'm just always coming. <laughs> Uh, Always coming when I get the pump. Okay, the pump. <laughs> the pump. <laughs> uh, He's talking about the lactic acids going into your muscles when you're like pumping iron. Like when you're exercising, you get the mm-hmm. uh, runner's high. Basically, yeah. mm-hmm. is uh, adrenaline from working out high. It's like I'm coming all the. T- I'm coming all the time. Okay, sorry. All right. Speaking of coming all the time, we got an email from Peter Fenlin, uh, who says, "I finally emailed and uh, says, hey guys, been listening for a long time now, but before the What's up, Peter." Oh, sorry. A long time now. Long before the Cannoli Brothers were born and Keith's Ledger was shiny and fresh out the box. And I finally got off my lazy ass to send you guys some love. I'm an engineer from the UK and whenever you guys drop an episode, I listen straight away while at work. Anyways, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I know. I really appreciate it. That's me with you know other podcasts. It's all of us, right? Yeah, man. That's super cool. Uh, he said, anyways, always love listening to you guys uh, and have trusted a lot of your recommendations. I'm an RPG guy as well and after hearing how much Aaron is loving the Trails game, I want to try them. But only Cold Steel is on PS4 and my PC is broke, so I'm debating skipping to Cold Steel. Do you think this will ruin the experience? Anyway, love the show uh, and love the banter. Keep up the good work. So, you know, I just said it, but basically, no. I think what I would say is play through the Cold Steel games 
And then if you have a PC at that time, you know, if it, you know, or if you at a later date get a PC, they're all on Steam. Uh, the the Trails in the Sky games, um, and then Trails, uh, the Crossbell arc is tough to get, but it's it took me an hour. You know what I mean? Of of like digging around the internet and finding it. Um, you can buy. What do you mean to find out where to buy it? So you can buy the PC port of Zero no Kiseki, which is Trails from Zero, the first game of the arc. And then you just have to download a patch. So that one's easy. You just buy the game. There's a Japanese uh, Amazon site that you can just buy it from. Um, oh, you and need then, a translation patch. Yeah, you just get a translation patch. That's easy. Okay. You can find that Geofront. That's all you got to look up is Geofront. Uh, you just type Geofront uh, Zero no Kiseki translation. And there's a patch. It's super easy. That one's that one was super easy to set up. It's the second game, Ao no Kiseki, that's hard to get. And once you have it, setting that up is pretty easy too. And you can find, if you just type Ao no Kiseki, uh, you know. Can you spell that? Because I don't A-O, know if It's A-O space no space K-I-S-E-K-I. Okay. And that's Trails to Azure. Um, and you can just, you can basically search Reddit for how to play, you know, uh, trails to Azure in America, or you know, in English, uh, UK, or in the UK. Yeah, you can get, you'll get the the software. But I mean, like I said, the so Trails of Cold Steel Four. I watched a trailer for it, and it was just like the returning, you know, characters trailer, and it's got motherfucking everybody in it, like the main characters from Trails in the Sky, the main characters from Trails uh, from Zero, so that second arc, and then all the main characters from the you know the third arc, so. That one you'll have, like, you won't necessarily know maybe who these people are. They they may have been mentioned. I haven't played the, you know, the uh, Cold Steel games yet. So they may have already been mentioned, but, it you know, that will inform you a bit more in them. But the stories can be, you can play Cold Steel 1 through 4 and fi- you, you'll be fine. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. So is it okay to sequence break them? Yeah. Yeah, the, the so my buddy Dan. you nine games. And then what's the, what would you say is the average length per game? 20, 60, 50, 40, 30? 50 to 60 hours. Fucking shit, bro. That's a lot. Dude, I've played so many hours of these games. But they all have turbo mode now. Like, I don't know about three and four. Oh, but... you're also doing the money cheat. I forgot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's so I, the first game I put about 50 hours or 40 something hours in before I started doing that. But okay. I also, well, it, turbo mode is in, enabled in most of them. The Trails to Cold Steel 1 and 2 that got ported to ps4 both ported with all the cosmetic dlc that came out for you know for the ps3 games and they added turbo mode which just speeds up the game six times during battle or two to four times while you're running around you can like control Oof, which helps dog it helps so much. even even double time helps like, and you know what's funny is a lot of jrpgs now out of the gate come with a speed speed mode during combat at least you know yeah. Which is great. Uh, a Dragon Quest game I was playing did that, and I was super thankful. Yeah. And you realize, like, you know, sometimes it's nice to play it slowed down. You're just, like, chilling. You know, you're it's a rainy day. You're just like, I'm just going to hang out and watch all these animations, you know, like, really get into it. And yeah. then sometimes you're like, I'm grinding for four hours. Yeah. Some days you're like, I need to kill this, like, Axe War Pig three like you know yeah 80 80 times i want to yep. get the it has a one rare drop and, mm-hmm. and you're stuck and it's like yeah fuck that dude so yeah uh that you can definitely play so oh, i was gonna say the guy uh so my buddy dan who i owned trails in the sky uh and i owned trails of cold steel one 
on PS3, I had like the the launch edition that came with like badges and all this weird shit. I had just randomly heard new JRPGs coming out, and it's a really really high rated one. Like people love it, so I'm like, oh, I'm gonna grab it. I hadn't played it. Like I started it, and then I kind of fell off. I don't know whatever happened. My PS3 died. Dan, Some shit. my buddy Dan was like, oh, I've been obsessed with the Cold Steel games. I'm playing all of them, and he's only played them. And I'm like, well, damn, I own them. Let me let me look into them. You know, let me see if you know. They, I knew another one came on PS4. And I just looked up on Reddit just to see, like, hey, what's everybody thinking? And everyone was like, play them all if you can. Like, if you have them, start with Trails in the Sky. It's amazing. And you know, they go on. They all tell one story. So then I started. So people the know they're mm-hmm. like, it's an investment, but play all of these games. It, yes. It's worth it. If you can, it's definitely worth it. But you can play the arcs separately you can play trails in the sky one through three and skip cold uh skip the cross bell and go straight to cold steel a lot of people do because it's really hard to play the middle games but apparently the middle games really set up for the cold steel games so what it is is the first games are called the liberal arc you're in a a country called liberal l-i-b-e-r-l right in the middle of liberal and then the arc or the area where cold steel games are which is Arabonia, is a place called crossbell it's a tiny little country sandwiched in between these two warring factions there has been a peace treaty signed by all of the nations but like they were at war you know what i mean so it's every area kind of has their own story and but there is outside forces kind of at work in that are you know trying to get everything going to destroy the world or whatever you know yeah so yeah definitely love it play it Thanks for writing in. We really appreciate it. Um, all right. So then uh, Bianca wrote in and said, hey, remember that time I wrote you an email seven months ago? Me too. <laughs> uh, thinking of you guys because one of my friends has been streaming stuff on Twitch for work. I watched him play some Castlevania last week. Uh, here's a link if you want to watch. Which one? Um, let's see. I'll, let me just I'll click the link. It's a, just it's a, a huge, hugely important. Which one? Uh, it doesn't say. Uh, the video link didn't work. It was a mobile Twitch link. So... Uh, it said he's doing um, a retro game series, and he said he might play some Mega Man next time. As someone who's only just started gaming by playing Animal Crossing, uh, I get to pretend to be outside. Uh, I don't have much <laughs> insight into how uh, good his skill level is, but it's always nice to support a buddy. Anyways, let a bitch know what the fuck you'd sing if you were a slutty bard and stay sane down here, uh, down there in Florida. Uh, what would I sing? A, if slutty, I was a slutty bard. bard? Hmm. I mean, I'd be going. I mean, I'd write. A, I would write something. But yeah, I would. Or, write, I would write sultry songs about all the fucking I do. Like I would write really epic uh, ballads about the sexual <laughs> encounters I had. Make them sound I'm, great. <laughs> I'm You'd coming be a all great... the time. <laughs> I'm coming in the morning. You're you know? basically a bard, you know. Yeah. No. Yeah. Um. Actually, my tagline when I started. Uh, as a folk artist, Jester, the Jester, um, I was a spiritually nomadic bard, which meant that I I have no ties to any gods, so I'm spiritually nomadic and I'm a bard. So yeah, I am a bard. I yeah, uh, I don't know. I mean, slutty bard. I mean, insert like probably jokey shit, but I don't really like jokes and fun. Um, now, if I was a D and D bard or like a fantasy game world bard, I would sing only speed songs while I was running, like Spirit of the Wolf. Um, I think in EverQuest it was actually Tanello's. Oh my god, Tanello's something, something ballad. Fuck, it was a drum song. You had to carry a drum and you would run really fast. Um, 
I'm trying to think. I mean, I'd rather like also at least uh, touch on the other things of her post as well, but or question as well. But slutty bard songs. I don't know. I guess you'd have to just talk about your exploits, you know? Because um, I'm thinking of like Witcher. Like I'm thinking of like a bard's tale. I'm thinking of that era. So yeah, yeah. everyone stinks. <laughs> Could you imagine God. fucking back in like medieval bro, times, bro? No one was using their smells. mouth. No one was sucking dick. No one was eating pussy. Like, cause Ugh. that you would just. Oof. It was just rank the cheese on all the different cheeses. <laughs> Gross. Um, <laughs> I would only fuck like in rivers that were moving fast. My big hit would be called Ash Cheese. Yas, please. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> or um, some dumb shit that would get you killed, like, the king has chlamydia. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I don't even know if they know what that was back then. <laughs> Look, to, to touch on your, the rest of your email, we hate on Animal uh, Crossing, but I just don't get it. You know, like, I, I know it's a game, and I know people love My wife loves it. So, like, I'm no, no hate for me. I mean, other than the personal, I wouldn't play it. Hate you know, like it's not my type of fucking. It's not my cup of tea. Yeah, I mean it's a it's a life sim micromanage game, and I understand those because I I do kind of like. It's hard for me to get into games that are fully life sim micromanage games, mm-hmm. but I really I really like when they add those those into games that I'm playing. Uh, as I will always go back to the first near, uh, the U.S. version had a little mini farm shit where you could grow potatoes or carrots. And it was like, it wasn't a big deal. But I spent so much like care and time. Mm-hmm. Or if a game gives me a fishing mechanic, I'm all about it. So uh, I can get the Animal Crossing thing, but yeah. I like killing shit. And, oh, um, like and, I wanted, I really oh, quick, I wanted Stardew to be really fun, Stardew Valley. But when I realized and I asked, I was like, wait, like, can I have like cattle? And then can I like kill the cattle and sell the beef and use the leather? My friend was like, no, Jesse, you can't wrangle up 100 cows and kill them. And I'm like, it's a fucking farm sim. Yeah, it's Why what fucking farmers do, you dunce. Like, yeah. What are so we talking yeah, I'm about a, here? I'm a violent boy, so I, as, as long as I can kill something, I'm in I'm in for it. True. Yeah, and I was just going to say, um, you know, you're a good friend. You should definitely watch your friend's stream. You know, we all try to watch each other's stuff. If you want, uh, if you want to write us back and just tell us uh, your buddy's Twitch name, like their Twitch handle, their twitch yeah TV i was gonna say yeah tell whatever. us his twitch name and if you can remember which castlevania were they playing you know was it a throwback because yeah. you know the, the the collection came out of all the originals was it symphony of the night was it a more recent one listen it's a that's a real big question because there's a lot of castlevania games and some of them uh you know have some stigmas yeah just give me his name i'll toss him a follow and a sub i'll give him my prime sub for the month you know i like to help out uh anyone i can Especially yep. like, I usually put on either a YouTube video or I'll I'll put on a Twitch streamer while I'm playing like League or something that I'm not like if I'm playing tra- Trails I can't I have to read, um, but if I'm just playing like League or a shooter or something I can toss one of those on in the background and it's just something to listen to you know, and if it's a game I know, uh, I can just listen to them playing it and hear the reactions and laugh because usually Souls games or like a Sekido or something where I'm like oh kick my ass too you know. Yeah, I mean, I can't even enjoyably watch somebody crush Sekiro. I'm like, fuck you. Yeah, it kind of makes me. I'm like, what's wrong with me? Okay. Yeah, like I watch like those the fucking Guardian Ape, right? So I can't watch videos of people crush the Guardian Ape. It just makes me upset. Yeah, it makes I'm... me feel like lesser of a person. <laughs> yeah. Like 
Cut my uh, thumbs off, why don't you? And cut my one thumbs of my off testicles. into pieces. Oh, God. Aaron's running and he's screaming. He's <laughs> running and he's crying. I'm running and I'm crying. You know, I did I'm notice a, a resurgence a couple of, maybe about a month or two ago. Within about a two-week period, I saw three people post that song, non-ironically. And I realized we're getting old. It's an oldie now. It's a classic. And I saw people who were like, I can't. <laughs> it's it's like I don't understand. Like you know those the thing came out right around when the quarantine where it was like a calendar and every day was like more of this like look at me shit where it's like today name a song that has a number in it tomorrow oh, name a song with your current feelings and mood and everyone was like as if I care it's just people going look at me and uh, I saw like three people it was like. Name a song that's really deep emotional connection, and it was, and it was cut my life fucking into ga- pieces. Yeah, it was that, and I was like, "Oh, you're running and you're crying. <laughs> you're running Dude, and you're crying." Could you imagine <laughs> fucking taking yourself seriously, writing a song, and you're like, "All right, I'm gonna have this part at the end where I'm like, you know, it's like the the." big breakdown and i'm just gonna sing i'm running and i'm crying i'm running and i'm crying i'm crying <laughs> Cry! in, the, in, the mean, in the meantime the dude's in his 30s yeah he's fucking <laughs> dude i i've um, told this story before but i i told you right that i went and saw limp biscuit and uh method man and red man and the sick. singer of papa roach gave me his demo tape and was oh, like, God. hey, we're Papa, you know, can you please listen to our band demo oh, tape? Yeah, the, oh, and <laughs> it was it was a tape, like an actual, you know, cassette, cassette. tape. Because it was in 1999 or 98. And I was like, yeah, man. And we took it, we put it on in the car, and that fucking song comes on. And, you know, th- this is they're from Orlando. And that was where yeah. we were. And we were like, this is such a trash so we drove back by and i threw it at him i said you guys suck and, then, and like a <laughs> month later they were at fucking he probably on, remembers that yeah they were on mtv Yo, what the fuck's his name he has the stupidest name i don't know jasper <laughs> no it's something with a gay dog and it's like Hold no on. one else has this name it's worse it's worse than like a like a fucking i don't want to say a name because somebody jacoby his name this is this dude's name is jacoby i think yeah jacoby shaddix <laughs> oh god so i saw a video of him i saw something oh, of him re- like in the last year or two and he went through recovery you know and i give real props for people to go through recovery because hopefully one day i can do that um so i'm assuming he's in his 40s or early 50s 40s now um he looks like a it's, I don't understand how you can walk out the house like that. What he does to his hair, he still Dude, puts it up. Dude, he's 43, and he still spikes his hair on front and then, like, gels the sides forward. So it's, yeah. like, emo guy hair. He wears eyeliner. I mean, oh. he's running and he's crying all the time. He's just always running and crying. I forgot who I was talking to the other day. It might have been you. Because we were talking about moments oh, where, like, God. there's, like, the, uh, there's the corn... <laughs> The, um, but there's the whole like daddy daddy and then there was the whole like there was that area era which we, oh wait, we have to i will preface these are moments that are talking about trauma mm-hmm. so this is how they deal with it so no daddy by corn is a sad song he fucking cries at the end like i know but it's kind of and awkward. it's about him being Same? molested and the yeah. worst part is it's 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 a song that frames it to like it it sounds like his dad 
molested him and his mom knew it, but it's that his babysitter did and his parents knew. Oh, so because there's two more. One's a sad <laughs> one, has and the, one's one we can make fun of. It has a part was, that's so cheesy that, uh, I, and I love Korn's self-titled first album. I love that album. I unabashedly, unashamed, love that album. Uh, but I love the part. It fucking it's so weird because it's like that song's all crazy, and you know they're all like he. Jonathan Davis sings like the worst. He's the worst singer, but it somehow works. It's discordant yeah, in a I way don't that know works. Why. Yeah, but uh, there's a part where he goes, "I didn't touch you there," <laughs> and it sounds like just straight butt rock, you know. Like all of a sudden, he just turns into like puddle of mud. Yeah, there was. I mean, there's one that's kind of serious in the whatever. Uh, Otep, which is a female-fronted metal band from the early 2000s, who had an aura, an album called Sevastra. Which is so cringy because it's basically art saves backwards, but it's actually pretty pretty heavy. It's pretty good stuff, uh, and they had a really cool song I think called War Pigs, but they have a song where she's like, "Don't touch me," and it sucks. I think she got molested by a priest or something. Yeah. But then there's the corn. No, then there's the disturbed. Oh, mommy, God. no, <laughs> mommy, <laughs> mommy, don't spank me. That, that, <laughs> Bro, that one, it's just like, I don't know. The corn one, look, man, that's really intense. The OTEP, not to be confused with OPEP. Yeah, like, dude, poor the girl. disturbed one is so bad. And the Mom, disturbed was no. just like, oh, what happened? Did mommy spank you because you spilled your fucking frog? And mommy, then, no, no. I love when mommy, he's like, no, you fucking bitch. <laughs> you fucking bitch, mommy. And he's like, <laughs> in, in the meantime, you got to remember. He's forty thirty. <laughs> He's like a forty year old bald guy with a goatee. Uh, like I was, and I was. God, a I forgot about teen. that fucking song. The, the mommy, God. no, mommy. <laughs> And then and, um, he, he's like building. He's like first he's like sad and like knowing that he's like you fucking bitch. <laughs> like, he's like now I'll kill you, mommy. <laughs> but, but I was like. 15, oh 16, perfect age oh for this. God, you just and made my life, buying, dude. I remember buying that at a CD trader at like a used CD store. And then like, it was like, you know, the sickness, whatever. I bought the CD. And then Oof, I did not like that, them ever. I got into that. I got to that song. And I remember just kind of like, you know, the little girl in the back of the car with the face where she's like, could you not? Yeah. You're not talking about the mm-hmm. little meme face. That's how I felt in my head where it was like. <laughs> It's like when no one else is around, but you see something that's so embarrassing that you have to turn it off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like that. It was like, what am I doing with my life? Well, so I'm two years older than you, right? I think I am 35 right now. Yeah, I'm 37. Okay, so I'm two years older than you. So I was 15, 16 at that time, you know? So I knew it was easy. Like, if I was 12 or 13, Disturbed would have been my shit, I'm sure. Like, fake, mall metal, you know, like, accessible in that your fucking mom will buy it for you. But like, yeah. and you can find it at a Sam Goody or whatever, you know, it's not like uh, some fucking deicide or some shit that you have, you would never have heard of because they're yeah. on the fucking radio. Oh, the funny part is I bought this CD alongside Sepultura uh, uh, Beneath the Remains, Sepultura yeah. Brazilian fucking like thrash Beneath the Remains. Is yeah. Actually pretty dope. Look it up. I had Sepultura um, Rise. That's the album I had. Nice. And that had yeah, roots, so to, bloody roots. So yeah, so to have that, and then you put the other one in, and he's like, I can't even do it to make fun of it. He's doing the monkey sound, ooh, ah, 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 or the sickness, oh, or oh. the, and, and then the, 
walk, walk. That shit, the bark shit he would do. Walk, walk. Um, but then you heard, Mommy, no, Bobby. Please don't hit me, Bobby. You know what I would be if I was in that band and I was like the guitar player? Because his guitar, his guitar player uh, may look very strange, but he's a comparable guitar player who plays some cool shit. That's if like West Borland life, being in fucking Limp Bizkit, dude. Like, say again? It's like West Borland being in Limp Bizkit, like the cheesiest of butt but rock, even new metal. Fred Durst wasn't as embarrassing, I no, don't think. No, no, no. Walk, walk. Um, but if I was in that band and I was like, we've made it to a major label. Oh my God, we're doing this. I'm going to be a heavy metal guitar player. I'm going to have a career. I finally and then did one it. Day, like, this is my dreams. And then, yeah. And then one day the singer comes in and he goes, bro, I got some hard hitting shit. Bro, Yo, this is going to hit the people. Mike, I'm getting in the booth. Mommy. Mommy, no. <laughs> you do his I'll, voice so good, dude. It's so perfect. I would be like, I'm quitting the band. You'd be, you'd be playing your, your guitar and you'd be going, Mommy, no. Oh, Mommy, why? Calling and your mom, just, Mommy. Listen. I would just undo the guitar strings slowly, <laughs> remove them, and hang myself. Yeah, f- fashion a noose out of them. <laughs> oh, Mommy. Mommy, no, no Mommy. <laughs> Oh my god, mommy! No, mommy! Don't do it! Don't hit me, mommy! Oh god! You know it's funny. My mom's gonna walk in here like, "What is going on?" Oh man! Oh god! <laughs> oh god! That's when so I, funny. Pumping, got coming in the morning, coming in the night. God, you just made me laugh. <laughs> I haven't laughed that hard in a fucking minute. Just wait just till I come cringe, and text you dude. that shit. I bet you somebody, we don't even have to hear the whole song. I bet you someone's already isolated that on a YouTube <laughs> thing. And it's like disturbed mommy tra- mommy part. And I'm going to send it to you. <laughs> you know, you know who's going to fucking hit us up for this is Senya. I bet you Senya loves Because she's, she's younger than you, you know. So fucking, I'm sure disturbed was like her shit. Like in Russia, they were fucking bumping disturbed. <laughs> Yeah, because Disturbed has the effect that, like, Hasselhoff had, where, like, in the States, they were pretty big. They were very big in the States. But if Disturbed went over to, like, overseas, they were giant. I mean, that happens with a lot of bands. Mm-hmm. Even bands that are, like, low, lower-level metal bands who are, like, who do club shows here will go to Eastern Western Europe and fill theaters and shit. Dude, this guy I went and to high school Disturbed. with who's, like, a rapper, and he's been a rapper for 20 years. He has done nothing here, but he used to fucking tour Europe, like f- sell out yeah. clubs, like not sell out, you know, arenas, sell out a club. So, you know, yeah, that's minimal, good, yeah. you know, minor success. But here he couldn't get shit done, but he would tour for a year over there and then come back here for a couple of months, write some new stuff and then tour over there. And yeah, yeah that's because over here it's different. And like, it seems to We're be snobby. that over, overseas, they're a little more accepting of a good time. So they're just kind of happy to be there. Yeah. And they like that artists are coming and they like different shit. Like, you know, like I'm coming. always watching In Flames or anybody all over there just crushing. And then they come here and it's like barely selling out the culture room. It's like, which is a local venue. But, 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 uh, but yeah, mommy, no. Oh, Hold on, let me see if I can play this. Can you hear it? Did you hear that? No. Uh, hold on. I'm gonna play it for the the listeners. Can I can see it? Hold play on. for the. That'd be a good boy. <laughs> <laughs> what? 
Why don't you just fuck off and die? Why can't you just fuck off and die? Dude, I literally wrote Disturb Mommy and it's a 36 <laughs> second clip that says No Mommy with lyrics. <laughs> and, and oh my God, it's great. It says Down with the Sickness is the full song. I cut this because I find it funny and tried to memorize this. I went around YouTube to find this part and there was nowhere to be found. So I decided to do this and hope you like it. Oh my God. <clears throat> that was in Down with the Sickness? That's crazy. Yeah. That's the single. First, uh, first comment this exists and people willingly <laughs> listen to it. <laughs> I mean, we that's can't really say shit, bro. That guy's so that's, loaded. Dude, that's by an account. I love this name. Named Moon Bitch 1917. <laughs> Moon Bitch. And then so, the next one says, sounds like his mom took his Xbox away from him. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, God, God damn it. It's a good laugh. Uh, he says, no, mommy, no. Ow! <laughs> again. Again. And then, then you got to think, you're the guitarist, and you're like, fuck, we did it, whatever, I'm embarrassed. And it becomes your hit, and you got to play yeah. it every show. You got to close every 70, show. And 70,000 people, oh and the song God. starts, and you're shredding. And you're just and you like, forget, uh, And then you forget, like, oh, this part. And then you just look over, you just roll your eyes and look over at David, <laughs> and he's just... <laughs> or Jacoby. He's wearing, <laughs> he's wearing a leather trench coat. <laughs> With Giant five spikes boots. pierced through his ears, and his goatee has bells tied into it, or whatever. <laughs> he looks like oh, a God. fucking goth wizard, and he's just <laughs> oh, mommy! <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> oh, 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 oh! I did it. All right, let's get out of here. I'm gonna. <laughs> <laughs> I just think really quick. At some point, the producer and somebody was like, "This is well, you can't do this." And I think somebody just sat back, stroked their chin, and said, "I think it's so crazy; it just might work." <laughs> you, crazy I think that's really what happened. You, like, you know what? Just, just do it. And, oh God, dude, Fucking I think about goodness. that a lot. Like, I think about. So you know, like you'll hear a band and you'll hear a song, right? You'll you'll hear like I love like saves the day, right? And I love okay. like three or four of their albums, three of them. Um, and there's just moments where he goes like, all right. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, did he think about that? Because <laughs> they make it <laughs> feel like, like it's like natural, like it just happened. But you know, all that, right. <laughs> like, or he'll go like, all right. <laughs> and it's weird. Like, I don't know. Like, uh, it becomes a thing where you need a signature kind of like, you need like a call. Oh, you mean like so, uh, you mean like my boy E forty and how he goes ew ew <laughs> yeah. Like when I was coming up first uh, and I was Jay Jester, I used to hang with this rapper, and uh, his sound he came up with because because back then there was like remember Lil Wayne and Birdman. Mm-hmm. Birdman I remember Mystical like, would go Birdman. <laughs> Like whatever you do, the bird sound. Well, I was a big mystical fan, and his was the door opening. He would go like a weird, like this weird door opening. No, it's weird, but so uh, my buddy, my an old friend of mine who got me into music, rapper guy, uh, his sound ended up being a Oh god! <laughs> so we'd be at like the mall, and I'd be like over by the Auntie Anne's getting a pretzel, and he'd be like by the by the fucking somewhere else. So to get my attention at the mall, he'd be like, hey, you're, and I'd be like, 
please don't do that, <laughs> Marvin. <laughs> just like, say, hey, why don't Jesse. you just fuck off and die? <laughs> <laughs> no! <laughs> um... But no, we ended God up, like I've like brought it up before, we oh, made one for um, French of the Crown for the EP, My Sound is a, it's a vomit sound. It's like, it's pretty funny. It's in the very beginning of the, uh, uh, <laughs> the, the fucking single we put well, up that I forgot about. No, mommy. Fucking done it <laughs> <laughs> um, right, yeah, man. Let's get out of here. Okay. We if not, we'll just keep doing this Holler forever. At you, boy, everybody. Nerds the podcast on Facebook on everything except for Instagram. It's Nerd, Nerd Podcast. podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, give us an email at what? Nerds the podcast at gmail.com. Bianca, Pete, I uh, thank you both for writing in. Uh, we appreciate yeah, it. Thank you guys for writing in. Holler at me, Jester954 on PlayStation Network or anything else. Hit me up. Let's play some games. And uh, yeah, get the pump. <laughs> get the pump. And why get don't you pump, just you fuck off and die? <laughs> Yep. Bye. Love you guys. Take care of yourself. I'm in And you already know, if you stay till the end, I'm going to play the last 16 seconds. Never stick your hand in my face again, bitch. Oh my god. Oh god, that was so good. He calls her a stupid, sadistic fucking whore. <laughs> Oh, God. His mom, dude. All right, bye. We love you guys.